0: Is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves here toll free, 855 free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we have there for you. Once again, freetalklive.com. With you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. I'm Johnny Ray. And I'm Mark. And uh, Johnny Ray returns to the air with uh, Free Talk Live. Uh, yep. Guest hosting uh, here on on Tuesday night, and hopefully on into the future if all goes well.
1: I want to. I'm. Um, I think that I'm going to suck to begin with, but I think <laughs> that that my brain is going to tone up as I as I go, and I'm L- going to get better and better.
0: Longtime listeners of uh, the program may recall Johnny Ray from his brief appearance on a Sunday edition way back before the Sunday edition was actually on uh, the real radio. Got to be a pretty dedicated Free Talk Live yeah. listener to remember that. And uh, long-time viewers of all manner of internet video coming out of New Hampshire, uh, Free State Project, will also recognize Johnny Ray as uh, the one of the police officers in the <laughs> Millionaire Tamworth video. What was it called? Tamworth Millionaires Club, I think? I think uh, so, yeah. The Crap Campaign, Tamworth Millionaires Club?
1: Yeah, some of the photos that came out of that are fantastic, especially the ones where you can see uh, Pete and I wearing flip-flops and
0: whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> and dressed as police officers right. the, rest, uh, the rest of the way so yeah that's uh by the way if you haven't seen that video uh highly recommend how do it. you find it i think you probably can just look for tamworth millionaires club on youtube i don't know i would guess it's funny stuff so I uh, hopefully we'll see more of that uh, sort of sketch comedy i guess uh video coming out of new hampshire because uh, jj who used to be on Thursday nights with us, has now moved out of the Keene area, and he's moving to Manchester in pursuit of uh, more work suited to his talents. He's a talented machina- machinist kind of guy. He makes the machines that make the machines yeah. and fixes them and stuff like that. And uh, you know, there's just more work for him out in the big city. So he's planning on doing more of that kind of sketch comedy sort of uh, television Liberty with, you know, with a liberty theme to it, which I think is something that's been missing from the movement for the last couple of years. Uh, there's plenty of activist video. There's plenty of interview. There's plenty of news reporting, lots of courtroom stuff, but not so much on the, you know, the kind of the creative side of uh, making something original uh, and having fun and, you know, p- poking fun so I'm looking forward to seeing more of that stuff
1: um, Is JJ going to be coming back to do Free Talk Live from time to time? I don't
0: have an, any idea what his plans are
1: He is He's, one of my favorite uh, hosts of the show.
0: So we'll of course take your calls about anything as always at 855 450 free that's 1-855-450-3733 you can join us uh, on our website over at freetalklive.com where you can actually get interactive uh, with the program you can create the content that you see on the site everything that's there as you look down the front page those we're all put there by listeners just like you. So if you find something online that you think uh, we might be interested in or you think our other listeners would enjoy, you submit it as show prep over at freetalklive.com. It then appears on the upcoming stories page, which is where you want to visit when you first go to freetalklive.com. You want to go to the upcoming stories page so you can vote whether you like or dislike the stuff that's there. And the most liked will make it to the front page and the top of the site. So head over to freetalklive.com. And get interactive. So coming up, we've got to talk about this Marine. It's been too many days. and We haven't even touched on the subject. Uh, This former Marine who was basically abducted, as I understand it, uh, abducted by the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Uh, and uh, Huffington Post is reporting him as a former Marine. Okay. We'll talk more about what happened there, because it's pretty scary, although it shouldn't really be a surprise, considering the crazy scary things that happen on a regular basis uh, in this country. But first, we go to the phones, and to your thoughts. Joe is in Idaho. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how you doing? Hey, you're on with Ian, Johnny, Ray, and Mark. What's up? Yeah,
2: well, first off, I'd like to weigh in, and uh, I'd like to, uh, first off, thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for uh my freedom and uh my really my having a hope at stuff i can be uh, I can prep as much as I possibly want on material stuff, but if I'm dead, that doesn't matter. The only thing that does matter is christ
0: so what, how is it that christ you know so is Christ responsible for all the freedom that you have today
2: Oh uh, absolutely I, I believe he says, is he also you know, responsible was, for the
0: for your lack of freedom because I don't know about you, but I don't feel so free
2: Well, he says without me, you can do nothing. okay, next subject. Now, what I would like to talk about is uh, this uh, state of what we're in right now. I'm kind of wondering, why do we let these criminals that run our government, why do we let them get away with it? George Washington would have court-martialed them and hung them from a
0: tree right Well, what there. would Jesus do? Where, didn't you just Jesus. a moment say that you were all about Christ, and now you're talking about hanging somebody?
2: Justice. The Bible says without justice
3: you can't have mercy. Je- the Bible says that uh, he's without sin should cast the first stone. Correct. Was George Washington sin? without sin?
2: No, but you know what? See, the Bible says that you're judged for what you left undone. So if you let people keep murdering the citizens of your country and doing illegal stuff like the Libor scandal, you're responsible because if you did nothing when you could have done something, that's a sin as well. What about all? Look at all the people that are like, oh my gosh, all oh, things are bad, but they're not going to get off
0: their boop. Why, don't, why wouldn't you, you know, why not go all the way and just advocate uh, crucifying those people? I mean, if you're going to hang them from a tree, you might as well go all the way and, you know, hang, hang them, from, them a from a tree. A cross.
2: Are you familiar with what Article 3, Section 3 of the U.S. Constitution says?
3: Well, I don't know by the numbers, but I'm sure that I've read it a few times. What does Article it say? Article
2: 3, Section 3 of our Constitution clearly defines what treason is. And basically, if, you know, if Eric Holder and do what he's doing and give the finger to Congress and say, mm-hmm. you know what, Constitution, it doesn't matter. And that's not treason. Shipping guns to Mexico to blame the Second Amendment to get our agents killed, that's not treason. Well, I don't first
0: of all, I mean, they're not they're my agents.
3: Now. No, they're, they're their agents. I
0: don't want anything to do with those people. They're aggressing against peaceful people on a regular basis, and they were doing it long before Eric Holder uh, was ever put into office. Well, George W. Bush and everybody not. else before him have all created this, the status quo today. And they all claim to be like you. A lot of them claim to, uh, you know, worship Jesus. And I find this kind of disturbing. You know, I'm not a Christian, but uh, I think that, you know, a lot of the people on this show probably are more Christ-like, even if they aren't Christians, than a lot of the people that uh, claim to be Christians out there, including you. I I hear you saying you, you know, you're a follower of Christ, but uh, I don't think that he would have hung anybody from a tree.
2: Well, you know, see, the thing is, you, you know, honestly... It says in the Bible, you'll know them by their fruits. Yeah. You can do whatever. You can say whatever you want. You know, does that mean it's true? I can say the moon's made of green cheese. You know, does that mean? Well, it's I true? see that
0: you're dodging the issue of how you're advocating violence, and at we the certainly same time. can't see the
3: fruit on your tree. And
2: and if... John and, and uh in the book of Luke twenty two twenty six, Jesus tells the disciples. If you don't own a sword, sell your tunic and buy one you know <laughs> you know it don't,
3: it's true it, it, and it, and this it, is it, this is one of the reasons that I really find the the you know the, the bible to be a difficult book to wrap my head around um because you know the prince of, the prince of, of peace too
2: Wait, much, you know? if you the read prince it, of peace it,
3: what it says <sighs> The <laughs> Prince of Peace said that you should sell your tunic and buy a sword. He said that I did not ke- come to bring peace. I came to bring a sword. But they call him the Prince of Peace. They represent him as a lamb. And he
0: also said turn the other cheek as well right. love he your said enemy. That if,
3: You know, if, if, if your enemy takes your cloak, you take his shirt too. But you really you only care about too. the
0: violent passages, right, Joe? Because it justifies what you want to do to other human beings.
2: Well, no, it doesn't, because you can't have mercy without justice. That's Thanks for the call, Joe. You, you can just
0: stop you- repeating yourself at this point, because I've, I've heard enough. 855-450-FREE, that's the SACL-CAI toll line. What the hell does that even mean? You can't have mercy without justice.
3: Well, I would say that uh, how could you possibly be merciful to somebody without um, you know having a standard of justice? I see that there's something there. Um, I just don't think that, uh, I, for one, Joe and uh, the ilk uh, like him—people that are the constitutional types that uh, believe that uh, you know there's two holy documents: the, the United States Constitution hmm. and the, the King James Bible. Those folks tend to be the kind of people that are only going to be told what to do by the government never to be never to be in the position to tell the government what to do there you know there's never going to be some kind of violent revolution in this country where you're going to get to hang the politicians and if you do by chance happen to get that you'll just get what you deserve which is more violent politicians in the future Mm. i mean that's the reality of the situation um guys uh, i have a question
1: yes and uh, is that the music I hear? Ask a question if you can. Um,
3: Tease it, Bray.
1: I want to talk about it when we come back. But, Ian, you became instantly hostile to Joe when he said, when he mentioned the word Christ. I'm not a Christian,
0: but I was one once. Me, too. Let's come back with that here in a moment. 855 450 free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1 855 450 3733. You can take control here. It's free talk live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Toll-free number here, 855-450-FREE. That is the SACL CAI toll free line, 1 450 3733. And you can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site we give them away for free, unlike those other talk show hosts that uh, most of them want to charge you five, six, seven bucks a month. Uh, we'll probably give you more for free on our site than they give you behind their paywall. But go and see for yourself over at freetalklive.com. And those free features include our webcam. You can watch, you can listen, you can interact. The chat room is built into the same page as the Cam, and it's all over there at uh, cam.freetalklive.com. It's completely free. Once again, cam.freetalklive.com. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Free State Project. Your best chance at achieving liberty in your lifetime is to get together with other people who think like you. People that love the ideas of freedom and who are willing to actually do something about it. And, uh, Johnny Ray, that's the reason why you're here in New Hampshire. That's right. The Free State Project is the reason why Mark and myself are here in New Hampshire as well. Uh, it tends to be the reason why most of our co-hosts are here uh, in New Hampshire, <laughs> and it's great because uh, you know you and I probably would never have met, and uh, I've enjoyed knowing you, and you're one of my favorite uh, Free Staters up here. You're you're an old school uh, Free Stater, right? Yeah,
1: you like, called you called me that the other day, as uh, when I had called into the show, or yeah. no, no, we we met somewhere, and you called me. Uh, uh, an old timer. Yeah, well when did and you get here? That's 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 a funny appellation. Um I came here in late two thousand eight.
0: Yeah, okay. All right. So coming up on what, four so years like now.
1: three and a half years, that's four years. Good. That's pretty good.
0: So has it been good for you so far?
1: It's been well look where I look where I look where I am
0: right now. <laughs> this could be good or bad. I don't know. Your I don't own know. Conclusions. <laughs> no, it's good. It's okay. so good. I'm thrilled. Great. It's it is a lot of fun to be around other people that actually get it when it comes to the ideas of freedom, and it's really uh, special to have you know to the knowledge that more are coming. So it's not like you know you just showed up and that's that. Uh, no, there's always new people coming in every single month here across New Hampshire, people moving in all over the place. Uh, as I understand it, uh, our PR lady uh, Carrie, who's doing an awesome job for us, really kind of getting us uh, more press attention and bringing a lot of attention to the Ademo uh, situation with the wiretapping charges she's moving up here and then in the next month and uh, i know there are people moving that i don't even know uh that have plans to uh, to come on up here uh some people were just visiting the other weekend i mean it's it's exciting you've always yeah. got fresh ideas fresh people coming in and bringing their new ideas to the mix and i think that really uh, makes a difference when you know you have a when you want to have a vibrant li- attractive liberty movement
1: yeah when when I look at a lot of at some of the other activists the demo, you I kind of think of myself as a, a bit of a piker um not really pulling my weight but um the the life the 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 free stater life of of fighting in courts and um, saying no to the police is so much fun. Well, it is fun. It's so life-affirming. But
0: not everybody has to do that stuff, right? So, I mean, some people, Mark, you've got a a kid, you've got a wife, uh, you know, odds are good you're not going to be going out into, you know, not going to attempt to get into a courtroom anytime soon. That's certainly not your intention. Try to avoid
3: those if I can. Uh, So,
0: you know, that role is not necessarily, I don't think it's... I don't think it's fair to label that as a free stater life because there's okay. plenty of people here, probably the super majority of Free State Project participants, that are not interested in that lifestyle. That's,
1: that's a very good point. And I, I kind of feel like I'm more in the in the Mark um, mold um, because I'm afraid of the police. and uh,
0: You're still afraid of the police? <laughs> I mean, after we've been here for uh, several years, you kind of... Any
1: sane person would be.
0: Yeah, but I I don't know. The cops here aren't so bad. No, they're not. I mean, you can kind of get to know them more on a personal basis uh, here, because we're in Keene, New Hampshire. It's the southwestern corner of uh, New Hampshire. It's approximately 25,000 people, maybe, that live here in the town. The police force approximates to uh, around 30 on-duty officers, and I don't mean on-duty at once. I mean, throughout the entire week, they only have about 30 officers, so it you know you can recognize them and or get to know them at uh, at your to your heart's content
1: yeah most of my activism probably is um being a cool dude and meeting mm-hmm. people and um you know without being intrusive or getting in people's faces just uh That's talking important. to them about things and and yeah
0: so that's good stuff. FreeStateProject.org, you can go there, join over 12,500 people that have currently signed up to to make the move as part of the Free State Project to New Hampshire. You can also uh, join over 1,000 of us already here. So you don't have to wait. You don't have to wait until we reach 20,000, which is the ultimate goal of the project. You can move as soon as you can get it together. So once again, go to FreeStateProject.org. Now, Johnny Ray, uh, we had a guy call in the show right out the gate. Joe. He uh, was asking or he was talking about Christ. And I think
1: he said he owed everything to Christ.
0: Yeah, just this kind of—he just kind of dropped it in at the beginning of his call, and then he went on with what yeah. he wanted to talk about. Before which was, I get
3: started here, I want to thank uh, Jesus Christ, my personal Lord and Savior, for you know this that. And right, that. it was like,
0: almost like an acceptance speech at uh, the Oscars <laughs> or something. And then he went on to uh, talk about how he thinks people should be hung from trees in yeah. some sort why of crazy revolution. Why are we, we
3: Ameri- the American citizens, putting up with uh, this stuff? George Washington would have hung these politicians as they are, to, Eric Holder specifically, uh, from a from a tree, which. I I think that it's kind of bad to say that one of the founding fathers would hang a black guy from a tree. Like, I just think you should avoid saying that.
0: So you had asked a question at the end of the last segment about uh, my yeah, why, initial reaction to this guy.
3: Yeah, it seemed
1: like when he when he identified as himself as a Christian, you instantly um, discounted him and uh, and became hostile to him.
0: I don't know if I became hostile so much as uh, he
3: rubbed my cat the wrong way. I can tell you that.
0: So much as you know, my kind of uh, ears perked up. Like, oh boy, all right. So here's somebody wearing Christian on their sleeve. What's he really believe? And I tend to think that, you know, I don't remember which passage it was, but I remember that there is a passage in the Bible that says you're supposed to pray in the closet. And uh, people that are out there just kind of putting it out there in your face like I'm a Christian. Well, I'm going to ask you about it. I want to know what you believe as a Christian because I have some understanding of what the Christian religion is, having been a part of it for a number of years of my life. And you uh, as well, both of you guys were, you know, Christians growing up.
3: And philosophically was what bothered me from where he was coming. And like, I was concerned that he is giving Jesus the credit for all the good things in his life. But apparently Jesus, if, if Jesus gets the credit for all the good things, it seems like he should get the credit for all the bad things. Uh-huh. And I don't, you know, like I find this to be a sort of dichotomous, strange view. And, I, you know, you know, I, it's not that I don't believe in God. I do believe in God. I just, I I. I find some people's ideas to be like you know maybe if they can refine their ideas and maybe I can ask them some questions that'll help. Probably the tone of voice that we had with him wasn't going to be very helpful in him coming to new ideas, but it just it just all seems so mixed up and jumbled to me.
0: Now I know that you can go through the Bible and you can find all kinds of quotes anything to you want, a variety of uh, of things. But when I went to church and Sunday school and Vacation Bible School and uh, church camp you know, remembering all of the the lessons that they were teaching and the stories they were telling, I don't ever remember them talking about stringing anybody up uh, from a, a tree or, or, you know, besides Jesus. Uh, I don't remember them talking about how violence is okay or, or reading any of those passages about Jesus bringing a sword and, you know, advocating yeah. some sort of uh, violence. I don't remember that. That wasn't part of my Christian teaching. So I'm wondering, you know, are there churches out there that kind of focus on those things where they... Must be. I
3: think that the chapels, um, you know, the, the chapels for the soldiers are often focused on those two verses in particular because they need to... The chaplains, you mean? The chaplains. Okay. The, cha- the chaplains work at chapels. Gotcha. Um, and, they, you know, they need to focus on those uh, the, those two verses in order to justify the, the jobs I of the, the soldiers. So I think that those are the churches you're, you're talking about. But the, the Old Testament, which is attached to the Bible, which I was told was the holy word of God, is rife. With all kinds of torturous killings. 855
0: 450 five, five, free, 1855 450 3733. But the religion, Christianity, is about, at least as I understood it, emulating that guy, Christ. And uh, he wasn't a violent guy. We're coming up free time.
5: Bitcoin Poker at SealswithClubs.eu. That's right. Play poker online with Bitcoin, the digital cryptocurrency. Anonymous accounts, optional email, and no banking. Only Bitcoin deposits and withdrawals at sealswithclubs.eu. Great play rewards, free rolls, and other promotions. For more information, visit us online at sealswithclubs.eu. No seals or harm in the making of this advertisement
3: this is
0: free talk live you can bring up anything toll-free number 855 free. that's the SACL cai toll-free line it is 1-855-450-3733 it's brought to you by SACL cai you can join us On our website, head over to freetalklive.com. We have our mobile site for those of you with a smartphone. You can go to m.freetalklive.com, and you can get quick access to our live streams there. We've got broadband, midband, and narrowband versions of the show, different bit rates for different size internet connections. You can go to m.freetalklive.com, and that's where you can also find the software that you'll need. If you don't already have something on your phone that can tune into live streams, we can help you with that, too. So,
3: m.freetalklive.com. Bitcoins, they are a new online currency. They allow you to send and receive money without having to pay any fees. And, you know, that cuts into your costs, having to pay fees. You can send and receive money. You don't have to worry about anywhere in the world, uh, nearly instantaneously. It's pretty quick. And uh, you don't have to worry about any uh, banking organization taking a cut or freezing your account. Any government saying, oh, no, you can't do business with that person or, you know, taking your money or whatever it is that they might want to do. So, bitcoins really are the, the currency for the new millennium. I mean, now, with the world being so that uh, people are sending and receiving money across national borders, I mean, your average person sending and receiving money across national borders, this didn't this ha- this hasn't happened in uh, the history of man like it is now. Bitcoins are prepared. They're a currency prepared for this new world. And you can get bitcoins by going to bitinstant.com. You can... You know, There you can find more than 700,000 locations from which uh, you to, to choose. There's one bound to be in your area, especially if you're in the United States or I think Brazil and Russia is where they're com- uh, concentrated right now. And you can, uh, you can get them. There's, uh, the fees are right there. Different places cost different things. They attempt to uh, cut the fees down as much as possible. It's bitinstant.com. And uh, Ian, you did it recently and the bitcoins yes. were in your wallet before you got home.
0: Yeah they uh they make that transfer instantaneously. Yep.
1: I don't have any bitcoins yet. I've got a little bit of silver, which I think you guys are, are oh, will sure. support me on, on that one, but I definitely want to get some bitcoins. Awesome.
0: You know, there's never uh, there's never a bad time to uh to get into bitcoins. Uh it's, I think sooner rather than later is probably better. Uh but you never know what's going to happen with the price. I mean, it was like $13 the other day, then it went down to 8. So, you never really know and and it can change at any moment. It's a 24-hour market and it never closes. So, it's something that's completely new uh I mean for a lot of investors and 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 I'm not an investor. I'm just kind of an, you know, an amateur a dabbler. <laughs> yeah. But I do like the Bitcoin, and they are very useful. 450 free. That's the Seckel CAI toll free line. We've been talking uh, just based on the first call on the program. Uh, Thanks for calling, Joe. Yeah, about uh, Christ. You know, he brought up this idea that uh, Christ is is this violent guy that he wants to bring a sword, and he sure did go in after those money changers, didn't he? He did what? Oh, topple their uh, tables or whatever, yeah. didn't
3: he? Let me try to explain this money changer situation as best I can for yeah. you, because a lot of people don't really get it. So the money changers are in the temple. They take different types of currency. They, uh, you know, they're, they're like bit instant. They'll turn one currency into another. Um, and the, they, what they would do is, is they, um, you know, they'd take your currency and they'd they'd help they make it so that you could buy the, you know, different sacrifices. These sacrifices were essentially food for the priests. So these guys who lived in a lavish lifestyle at this one particular, this big temple in Jerusalem, this was this was it. This was the temple. And the priests at this temple got the best stuff. And essentially what you're asking is poor people, in order to get to heaven, have to buy, you know, on a, I think an annual basis, mm. a really nice meal for the priests. The best meal they can come up with for the priests. Really? It's a
0: good deal for the priests.
3: Really? Yeah. And Jesus said, yeah, none of this.
0: And he was pretty angry about that. Sure. So he didn't kill any of those money changers. Nobody nope, right? was dead. No,
3: did Jesus ever kill
0: anybody? No, like, I didn't think so. Dra- brought a few back from the dead. So allegedly. he didn't hang anyone from a tree. No, or, no, I didn't think so. Now, Johnny Ray, you had uh, something you wanted to share. Was kind of tied in. There was, yep. I guess, a speech Ron Paul gave recently, or wrote something he wrote. Or what? Uh,
1: yeah, it's um, it's it's from Rockwell dot com, and um, when I want to bring up Rockwell dot com, I want to say first of all. Fantastic site! It is. I am guilty of um, having a real narrow range of uh, resources for my intellectual nourishment. Um, I, I should broaden my horizons a little bit, but I love Lou Rockwell, and it's, a, it's um,
0: the top liberty site in the whole world.
1: Yep, yep, that's that's right. Um, so there's a piece on here by Ron Paul, and it's relatively long, um, and it's about the uh, the neoconservatives. So in uh, this section, he's talking about Michael Ledeen, who is a, a neocon. He's um, a consultant for the Department of State, the, uh, the United States Security Council, and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to uh, read a couple of paragraphs uh, from this bit. <clears throat> Machiavelli, Ledeen, and the neocons recognized a need to generate a religious zeal for promoting the state. This, he claims, is especially necessary when force is used to promote an agenda. It's been true throughout history and remains true today. Each side of major conflicts invokes God's approval.
3: Of course. It's
1: always funny. Uh,
3: I mean, I, I, for me, it's... Same the, thing with football teams. Uh, and the Olympics. Right. I was watching the Olympics, and this uh, guy Bolt, I can't remember what his first name is. I, I should know it. He's the fastest Lightning guy. Lightning l- l- the, fast the fastest guy. He's a Jamaican fellow. Uh, fastest guy on the planet or whatever. And he would do this whole rigmarole with the crossing himself and kissing <laughs> it and pushing up to the sky. and you know. I mean, it was this whole thing, and it was really just self-aggrandizement. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's totally what it was for the camera. He
0: was definitely not praying in the closet.
3: It? No, yeah. um, and, and and this was what it seemed to be all about with so many of these athletes. They'd thank Jesus for the... I mean, as if Jesus is out there doing backflips off the vault. I mean, no, he's not. <laughs> and I, really, does Jesus hate the Russian that came in second? <laughs> Wait, does...
4: Godless does, Russians. Does
3: Jesus hate the people from Ghana who didn't get any medals? Mm. I mean, I just don't get this whole athletes claiming, you know, thanking God for it. I mean, I guess... You know, I'm, thank you that I have the body that I've been able to do this. You know, thank the, thank you that, uh, you know, I'm not at the Paralympics coming up in a couple of months here or whatever. I, I guess. I, you know, th- thank goodness I'm, you know, I can sprint with my own legs instead of that guy who's running along next to us and the bouncy, uh, springy things. I, I guess you could thank for that, but, but it just doesn't make any sense to, to me to be.
0: You know, Jesus thank, only sides with the winners.
3: Thanking, thanking Jesus for, <laughs> for winning
1: i'm not so sure i i when I, if i see something like that I, it's not something that i would do but i feel like it could come from humility
3: you think, yeah, so? you think <laughs> making a big show it looks nothing like humility
1: um uh moving on <clears throat> um from ron paul our side refers to a crusade theirs to a holy jihad too often wars boil down to their god against our god yeah. It seems this principle is more a cynical effort to gain approval from the masses, especially those most likely to be killed for the sake of the war promoters on both sides who have power, prestige, and wealth at it, stake.
0: It sure is a lot easier, I would imagine, to rally the troops under God's banner than say Halliburton.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, let's, everybody, let's get out there and die for Exxon. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, nobody's going to do that, but uh, they'll die for that flag. Ladin explains why God must
1: always be on the side of advocates of war, quote, without fear of God, no state can last long for the dread of eternal damnation keeps men in line, causes them to honor their promises, and inspires them to risk their lives for the common good. It seems dying for the common good has gained a higher moral status than eternal salvation of one's soul. Ladine adds. Quote, Without fear of punishment, men will not obey laws that force them to act contrary to their passions. Without fear of arms, the state cannot enforce the laws. To this end, Machiavelli wants leaders to make the state spectacular. And then, almost done, it's of interest to note that some large Christian denominations have joined the neoconservatives in promoting preemptive
3: war while completely ignoring the Christian doctrine of a just war. Yeah, the just war doctrine came around and— I think it was the 11th century um, under one of these popes. And prior to that, Christians were loath to be involved in conflicts at all. Um, I want to say it was St. Augustine. I I couldn't tell you. Um, I know that uh, Constantine— Uh, was the first, you know, he's this uh, Roman emperor that, uh, you know, saw the cross in the sky. At that point, up to that point, Christians wouldn't even be in in the military at all. Once a soldier became a Christian, they would would leave the military. Let's
0: come back with more here. In fact, Mark, I know you've got something that's going to tie in since uh, Johnny Ray brought up in his quote there, the Muslims, you know, this idea, this group that everybody's supposed to be so afraid of, well, it looks like the NYPD's been spying on the Muslims for quite a while, and they've got some, some to share. We'll uh, give that to you here in a moment. It's free Talk Live.
4: If you wanna move to the free state and you're looking for some real estate,
3: well, I know a guy who's really great. It's the realtor Mark
2: Warden. Do you want a home with twenty acres, a lakeside cabin, any takers for renters, buyers, and sellers too? Mark Warden is the guy for you.
1: Porcupinerealestate.com
0: Take control of the airwaves toll-free here at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Get interactive there. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free talk Live, one of the ways you can do that is by shopping with us. You head over to shop.freetalklive.com and you will find links to various different products and services, uh, but primarily Amazon. You can find three different Amazons, actually. Amazon US, Amazon Canada, Amazon UK, Click into the one that's right for you and get your shopping taken care of. Get the stuff you're looking for, at the great Amazon prices you're used to, the huge Amazon selection that you're used to. It's just that you're entering through our portal, so Free Talk Live has cut a portion of Amazon's profits. Otherwise, they keep all the money for themselves. So uh, why not send some of it to us? You can go to shop.freetalklive.com to accomplish that. Once again, that's shop.freetalklive.com. Just get in the habit of starting your shopping there. Uh, Joining you in the studio tonight, it is Ian... I'm Johnny Ray. And Mark. We've been talking uh, just right out the gate. We had a call, uh, and it, it was funny, too, because I was on uh, our new station in Pueblo, I-25 Talk Radio, on both AM and FM, and I was on a couple of their shows today, just kind of like you know coming on the morning show and the afternoon show to say, hey, we're on your sh- station now, that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, I've, I pointed out that, yes, you actually can call in and talk about anything on Free Talk Live. And they said, well, do you guys have stuff that you, you talk about? And I said, well, yeah, we generally come to the table with stuff that we want to talk about. But literally, someone can call in the first segment of the show and completely change the direction of the entire program. I mean, none of us had come in with, you know, the intention to talk about Jesus and, uh, and you know, the state, and yet, that's kind of where the conversations resol- revolved around it since our first call. So you really can bring up anything here 450 free. So we've been kind of talking about this idea that some Christians, some self-professed Christians, have that uh, that it's totally okay to advocate, by, uh, you know, murdering people, and uh, you know, as long as you have some sort of justification uh, to take over the state. As long as there's a flag
3: flying overhead,
0: yeah. And uh, that's you know pretty disturbing to me. even though I'm not a Christian, I am somebody that understands the, the, the at least I think I have an understanding of those ideas, having spent time in the church and, and done some studying uh, after the fact. But yet there's also other religions out there, and uh, Christians, while they certainly don't understand many Christians don't understand their own religion, they understand the ideas of uh, the Muslim uh, religion even less. And they're afraid. Because they've been told by talking heads on talk radio and uh, talk television that the Muslim hordes are out there and they're looking to kill them, and they hate Christians and they're trying to kill all Christians,
3: and it's a holy war. And there's all this. And you've uh, read the whole uh, Quran. I did read the entire Quran. Okay. Yeah. And you I didn't find a lot of uh, advocation for violence in there. No, no,
0: absolutely not. Uh, what I did see was, uh, you know, Muhammad was advocating basically defense he you know he would have advocated picking up a sword in defense uh but he wouldn't have advocated going after the attacker if they've run away uh he actually specifically you know there's a very specific passage in there that makes it clear that once the en- the enemy if there is one has called it a day called it quits you don't get to retaliate it's over
3: well as far as i'm concerned if you advocate uh for you know uh, defense in in that manner, then anything can be called defense. And then, you know, look, the Department of Defense has uh, troops in 135 nations around the world in more than a thousand foreign military bases. Uh, that wasn't what Mo- Muhammad was advocating I understand. But I'm right. just saying that, uh, you know, anytime you it's call something... Clear
0: it's it's really clear in there's right. that you know you mind your business uh and if somebody attacks you you have the right to defend yourself and your, your family or whatever but that's it you know as soon as the attacker leaves that 's it it's over you don't get to go and raid their uh, their house you don 't get to go and stab them in the back uh, none of that stuff so there's just a lot of misinformation out there about
1: Ian, i 'm um, getting a little uncomfortable you. here. I feel like I'm sitting a couple of feet away from a Muslim you're not a Muslim are you
0: <laughs> no i'm not uh, a Muslim nor am I a Christian and nor am I you know pretty much any one word kind of uh, description, but I liked a lot of the ideas that uh, that I read in the Quran, and I like a lot of the ideas that uh, you know that Christ was advocating, and I liked a lot of the stuff that, uh, that that you know the Buddha was talking about, and the the Tao Te Ching, and all kinds of stuff out there.
1: Yeah, I wanted to become a Christian. I sort of turned myself into a Christian um, when I was uh, in my twenties. I was miserable, and like I was telling you guys in the break, you got a big kick out of it. Um, I baptized myself in the bathtub. Um, but I loved uh, the Golden Rule. Probably not.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the what the rules are around the, the whole baptizing thing. Do, can you I, baptize
3: yourself? Do, uh, do you want my opinion? I'm asking yes. somebody, and you're yes. here. you're, I, the, I you're the
0: theologian here, Mark. I, I'm
3: gonna. I am i would not go that far, but I will say yes. You <laughs> can baptize baptize yourself. Sure. All right. Very good. Oh, but I
1: love the uh, the Golden Rule so much that yeah. um that I mean, uh, but but then I I decided I couldn't trust the Bible because it had been you know. Written by and men translated. and amended, and yeah. councils had changed this and that. But so. the Golden
0: Rule is a good rule. And, you know, there are bits and pieces of the Bible that are very useful. And the Golden Rule, of course, appears in various forms throughout a lot of uh, the world's religions. So it's certainly not something that was new uh, to the Bible necessarily. But, Mark, uh, tell me about the Muslims because a lot of people are afraid. They've been told stories. And uh, so the New York Police Department's been investigating for a number of years.
3: Yep. From uh, AP.org here, it looks like uh, in, in more than six years of spying on Muslim neighborhoods, eavesdropping on conversations, eavesdropping, um, and cataloging mosques, the New York City Police Department secret demographics unit never generated a lead or triggered a terrorism investigation. Hmm. Six years, Nothing. The department acknowledged six years
0: and how much money. Uh,
3: you know, I mean, I don't, I, I, don't know how to what to say about that. I mean, you know, no surprise to me that uh, they that they created a, a demographics unit to look at Muslims after mm-hmm. the nine eleven attacks in New York City doesn't surprise me. Um, I guess I am glad that they didn't generate any leads because in a lot of these cases with the FBI, uh, the FBI's. You know, managed to get some people all wrapped up where they the FBI supplied the bombs, yep. the plans, the money, um, everything to multiple do multiple occasions. Yeah, multiple occasions to do this stuff, and then some. You know, hapless dupe who's unhappy with the way things are going as they've they've supplied him, and then he goes out and does you know pretend intends to do something, and then they snatch him up and they're going to throw him in jail forever and ever.
0: Do you remember the story out of uh, California about the Muslim uh, the, the mosque that had an FBI? informant or an yep. undercover FBI agent uh, basically working trying to work the mosque trying to yep. sow the seeds of violence there and they reported him yes, to I heard the, the FBI story. Like they were, "Whoa, dude, you are in the wrong place. this is not the right place for, uh, for somebody who's violent." and they actually reported him to basically his own handlers, right.
1: that's true. and then, uh, And they, then they came, and then they become the, the, the men who reported him to the handlers still were the focus of, of investigations, I believe.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it just it just kept on going on, and you know they never stopped. so anyway, the the department acknowledged this in court testimony unsealed late Monday. Huh. The demographics unit is a is at the heart of a police spying program built with the help of the CIA, which assembled databases on where Muslims lived, shopped, worked and prayed. Wow. That's the police creepy. infiltrated Muslim student groups, put informants in mosques, monitored sermons and cataloged mm. every Muslim in New York who adopted new Americanized names. Wow. So if you decide that you want to sound more American, uh, then they're going to you know you must be bad suspect. It couldn't be just because, you know, maybe Muslims are vilified in the United States as yeah. evidenced by this demographic unit. Police hope the demographics unit would serve as an early warning system for terrorism. Mm. And if police ever got a tip about, say, an Afghan terrorist in the city, they'd know where he was likely to rent a room, buy groceries, and watch sports.
0: But they never did get a tip. They never did get any information in six years and however many hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, uh, being spent on staffing and uh, you know radio finding equipment and things like that. Spy spy tech. Yep, the largest you know, police department in America. Yeah, you know they love that stuff, right? Getting the new
5: tech.
3: Oh, yeah. So that's it. That's, I, well, I mean, I can certainly go on here. It's, uh, the NYPD is the largest police department in the nation, and Mayor Bloomberg, Michael Bloomberg, has held its uh, counterterrorism tactics up as a model for the rest of the country. And after the Associated Press began reporting on those tactics last year, supporters argued that the demographics unit was central to keeping the city safe. Galati testified <laughs> that it is an important tool, but conceded that it's not generated any leads. Mm. It's important. <laughs> I mean, I just don't. I don't know how you can. It's important that we have this demographics unit that has not yet, at this point, generated any leads. I'm well, they happy could someday. I'm happy it hasn't generated any yeah. leads because that shows to to me what that shows me is that the police there are taking their job of police work seriously. I I think that. That says to me that they're well. They're not just ginning up any old, uh, you know, Abdul, Akeem, or like uh, the FBI, Hassan, who uh, happens to run along. Um, you know what they're really doing is they're really looking for terrorism. So you're
0: saying the NYPD is actually looking for terrorism, whereas the FBI is creating it.
3: Right. So they're looking for terrorism and finding none because the FBI, FBI the wants. FBI is looking for terrorism and when it can't find it, it it creates it, creates it. Right. it.
0: because they need to justify their existence. Right. They have never stopped terrorism that they didn't create as far as i know you're absolutely right with that statement yep i
3: can't think of a single incident
0: 855-450-FREE that's the SACL CAI toll free line 1-855-450-3733 because if there actually were to be another instance of terrorism then there probably wouldn't be anybody that would be stopping them if they weren't involved because you'd be able to get away with it
5: This
0: is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the second hour of the program. Take control of the airwaves here. Toll free at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features waiting for you there. The uh, uh, website is free. Those other talk show hosts charge you for their sites. So you can go and enjoy ours at freetalklive.com. And then uh, first thing you should do when you get there, after you register for a free account, of course is check out the upcoming stories page. It's the place where all of the new submissions to the site go uh, until they can collect enough votes to make it to the front page of the site. And that's the idea behind the site, is you and other listeners get to submit things to the website, and then others vote, and the most voted up will make it to the front page and the top of the site, meaning more people will see what you've submitted hopefully. So go to freetalklive.com, get interactive there. Joining you in the studio this evening, it's Ian.
1: Johnny Ray.
0: And Mark. And so we're going to get into some of the the, the news that I think we really has we should have talked about before, but you know, it's Free Talk Live, anything goes, and sometimes it does. Uh, sometimes I, it went. Yep. And uh, so I wanted to start the show out with this one tonight. It's about this, and we're an hour into the show, but uh, it's about Brandon Robb. And if you haven't heard, Brandon Robb is a former member of the military, former Marine apparently, who has been abducted by the federal government. And the reason why is apparently he was making some Facebook posts that somebody in the government didn't like. So we've got the story here from the Huffington Post. And there's a lot of uh, a buzz about this kind of in the liberty community because I guess uh, this guy is generally considered somewhat liberty-oriented. Uh, he's also apparently a conspiracy theorist uh, as well, which, of course, is going to make the conspiracy crowd crazy. I mean it's bad enough that you know, you've you got them abducting somebody here, but because he's one of theirs, uh, it's going to make it look like you know the New World Order. It's been there.
3: all over the Facebook, I yeah. can tell you that.
0: Anyway, Richmond, Virginia, from Huffington Post, a former Marine, involuntarily detained for psychiatric evaluation for posting strident anti-government messages on Facebook, has received an outpouring of support from people who say his uh, say authorities are trampling on his First Amendment rights. Brendan Raub, who's 26, has been in custody since the FBI, Secret Service agents, and police in Virginia's Chesterfield County questioned him Thursday evening about what they said were ominous posts talking about a coming revolution. In one message earlier this month, according to authorities, Rob wrote, quote, sharpen my axe, I'm here to sever heads, unquote. Now, of course, we have no context whatsoever uh, for that. I had heard in another discussion that this was part of a song lyric uh, that he was uh, that he was quoting. But again, Huffington Post is not providing the uh, the context. Maybe we could look that up, look up that uh, phrase, and see if somebody has managed to copy the full context of that quote. Because I'd be interested in seeing that. Uh, but otherwise, police. It also
1: kind of reminds me of the, the that tree of liberty thing.
0: The uh, tree of liberty shall be refreshed by the blood of uh, what tyrants and patriots, or something. Right. And, you know, that is definitely an allusion to violence, right? Like that statement about the Tree of Liberty. Uh, and I don't support violence as a method to achieve uh, political or, or social goals. So, And we we kind of touched on violence in the first hour of the program. And certainly we'll get into back into it here. But a little bit more information. Well, it
3: certainly brings up, uh, you know, sharpen up my axe. I'm here to sever heads. certainly brings up a lot of news stories for... Um, Rand and Rob. But yeah, that. that. But uh, apparently there's um, Swollen Members... Lyrics. This is the band. Bring Me Down. Yep. Uh, Feet Saigon. I have no idea what this means. I know that it, it has uh, a World of Warcraft uh, ad at the top. I don't know. I mean, does it have anything- Well, world... we'll
0: dig in a little bit further here. Maybe, it
3: appears to be a song.
0: Maybe you know more about this here. Uh, 855-453. Uh, police acting under a state law that allows emergency, temporary psychiatric commitments upon the recommendation of a mental health professional, who usually works for the state in most cases- uh, took Rob to the John Randolph Medical Center in Hopewell. He was not charged with any crime. A Virginia-based civil liberties group, the Rutherford Institute, dispatched one of its attorneys to the hospital to represent Rob at a hearing on Monday where a judge ordered him detained for another month. Wow. Now, that's pretty scary. It's pretty serious. It's it's pretty scary when somebody gets taken with one of these Baker acts. It's what they called it in Florida. Uh, they have them all over the place, where basically all somebody has to do is say "so and sos a danger to themselves," and then uh, they'll come and just put you in a cage for. A the, this few is days. what
3: uh, as I've as as I've heard, and I, obviously I didn't spend a lot of time in the Soviet Union, but uh, you know this is what I heard. One of the ways that the KGB would disappear people. God, mm-hmm. ah, he's crazy, and off off they'd go. Once they once they can label once the government can label you crazy, they can do anything they want with you. As evidenced by this guy, he's being detained without a trial.
1: Don't let my mom read this story because she's always she's already concerned about things she sees me say on Facebook. Yep.
0: Well, in this case, uh, you've got this guy who was saying things on Facebook. Maybe there were some things that he said that were I don't know. Perhaps they saw them as uh, potentially dangerous. I don't think that that should be a crime. I mean, I don't agree with violence. And again, we don't have the context for that quote, but it sounds like he was quoting song lyrics. That's what it sounds like. You know, maybe he was quoting song lyrics because he believes that, you know, there will be some sort of violent revolution. And he's certainly not alone. There are plenty of people that, you know, that have that particular viewpoint in life that, uh, you know, well, there's no saving the country. We've got to go to violence. And as though there's no other option, as though that uh, we can just secede peacefully or whatever else might be on the table. So I don't agree with the viewpoint, but that doesn't mean I want to put somebody in a jail cell because of it, or that I think it's okay to, uh, you know, psychiatrically commit someone into a crazy house because they've said something online that some people find disagreeable.
1: Yeah, you should be able to say what you want. You Not until you commit a deed should somebody else be committing a deed unto you.
0: Absolutely. In fact— uh, well, I think
3: that there's uh, there's this gray area of threats, you know— I think the threats uh, constitute aggression in the sense that, you know, I'm gonna do such and such to you. Not if you step across this line, I'm gonna do such you know, my property line, I'm gonna do such and such to you. But you know, just a, a threat with no qualifications to it, I feel like, you know, that's that's aggression in and of itself. That's bull crap. No, you're you're full of it. <laughs>
0: Police uh, here, actually, excuse me, uh, Rutherford Executive Director John Whitehead said that for government officials to not only arrest Brandon Robb for doing nothing more than exercising his First Amendment rights, but actually to force him to undergo psychological evaluations and detain him against his will, goes against every constitutional principle this country was founded upon. But then again, for anyone who hasn't been paying attention, they've been doing that for a long time. This isn't something that should surprise anyone. It's not okay, it's outrageous. But it shouldn't be a shock to anyone. I mean, they have been arresting my friends for uh, freedom of speech. I've been banned from the courthouse forever uh, for freedom of speech for acting like the free press. Uh, there's uh, actually I've been doing some research uh, with Kelly Voluntarius. She's uh, find, found an interesting court case about a guy in Vermont who was also similarly banned from his local courthouse forever, and he ended up taking it to uh, to a federal court, and I think in, in overturning that. Uh, but you know, these, there are these little tyrants everywhere who believe that they are in charge of you, and by all evidence, they are because if you don't do what they say, they steal your freedom from you, or they steal your home from you, or maybe in some worse cases, they'll steer, steal your life from you uh so you know it's a scary situation and as has been pointed out i think over at lewrockwell.com today odds are good this guy isn't the first person that this has happened to nor will he be the last right now in the case of uh, brandon Robb, there were people around when this went down so people were witness to this happening he i don't know you know exactly how the interactions went with him and the police but i think he made the mistake of actually talking to them in the first place i wonder how things would have gone had he not answered the front door like had he not actually, I don't know if he was outside when they rolled up, but let's presume he was inside his house, and uh, he saw the police roll up, and he just decided, "No, oh, it's okay. I don't really want to talk to these guys," and then just didn't respond. You know how how would things have been
3: worse? It's hard. His door would have been broken. I mean, you know, that's the worst possible scenario. Are they really
0: going to break into a house because of a Facebook post?
3: It's hard to say. Yeah.
0: So I wonder if like their interview of him led them to the point where they decided, okay, he's crazy. Let's take him in. Yeah. Even if he wouldn't have said
3: anything in the interview when if he was out in his yard, he might have been, you know, I mean, somebody who doesn't answer you when you talk to them might be crazy, too. Right. Could they or might be deaf? uh,
0: Could they have uh, could they have taken him based on just the Facebook post alone? I mean, they probably could. They can probably do anything they want. But usually when the cops are interviewing you, they're interviewing you to get you to admit to something. They are getting, they're, you know, they want to find something that you've done that they can arrest you for. In this case, it's not technically an arrest. It's just a commitment. It's uh, just a c- commitment to the crazy house. And in this case now, the judge has ruled he must stay there for a month. We'll continue with more about Brandon Robb's situation. And your thoughts are certainly welcome. 855-450-FREE. Is it a crime to quote violent song lyrics now? one 450 You take control. This is Free Talk Live.
2: In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society. The wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit weusecoins.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want toll-free here at 855-453. That's 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Get interactive uh, with us and the uh, listeners there. Of course, you can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter as well. Uh, that's uh, it's a way we've been getting more interactive uh, with uh, the listeners of the program during the breaks. We'll be uh, tweeting and Facebooking. Uh, Questions, uh, observations links to some of the stuff we're talking about on the air. So uh, that has been done throughout the night. Tonight will continue to be done as well. You can go to news.freetalklive.com. You can get signed up there for our emailed updates if you want to be kept up to date with uh, the latest about Free Talk Live. And, of course, you can also get that information on our Facebook and Twitter as well. So you can go to facebook.freetalklive.com or twitter.freetalklive.com, depending on your preferences. And another thing you can do if you want to support liberty-loving folks uh, like Damo, who's currently sitting in a cage, because he stood up for your freedom of the press to record government bureaucrats and now has been sentenced to 90 days in a cage for that, uh, you know, he could use a little bit of mail. And mailtojail.com
3: can help you with that. Right. Mail 2 jail.com. You can just
0: go to mailtojail.com. Mail to jail. Uh, hyphens work too. But... I just
3: always worry about that numeral 2 in there and people misspelling it, that kind of thing. Gotcha. Mailtojail.com is now making it possible to donate directly to your favorite political prisoners using bitcoins you can donate directly to a demo or our uh, tuesday night former tuesday night host Mm -hmm. or any other jailed liberty activists with bitcoins you can also support mail to jail's great work by donating to them too Uh, it's mail to jail.com you can use it obviously to send mail to a demo i'm sure you'd love that and if you need optical transceivers for your networking equipment want to support liberty at the same time you can buy them from memorydealers.com they sponsored this ad.
0: Yeah, yeah, thank you to them. Uh, we've got a, a disturbing story that has been in the news for the past several days. It's the first time we've managed to uh, to touch on it here, and I'm glad we finally uh, got around to it because it's pretty outrageous. Uh, Brandon Raub, who's 26, former Marine, has been detained at this point now for an ent- entire month. Uh, he will be detained for a month. It's just been less than a week uh, since he was, I think, arrested on Thursday. Yeah, Thursday evening, he was arrested in Virginia's Chesterfield County. And uh, then in a hearing on Monday, a judge ordered him continuing to uh, continue to be held at a psychiatric facility for continuing evaluation for the next month. Uh, we'll get uh, back into that here in a moment. David is on the line listening in southwest Michigan. Uh, David, you're on Free Talk Live. Are you in the Benton Harbor area? Yeah, Excellent. Pretty you're cool. listening to WSJM. Go ahead, sir.
6: How are you doing?
0: Hey, what's on your mind tonight?
6: Well, I wanted to talk a little bit more about that Quran you brought up earlier.
0: The Quran?
6: What what, what instead of between the different religions, what are the similarities? All three religions use the Old
0: Testament in their book, right? That's right. So, uh no. The, the Quran does not have the Old
3: Testament. But, but not in their book, but they do uh consider it scripture. They consider uh, those people prophets. The
0: the Quran the, the looks first, the first five books of, of uh,
6: Moses, right? The
1: Pentateuch. During
6: the Pentateuch.
0: Not that I know of. I mean, I'm not an expert on uh, all things Muslims. So you'd me cl- know
3: if you read uh, clarify if you read Numbers and uh, Leviticus. If you if you read those, you'd know it because it, uh, no, it's a Quran, whole bunch of bagats.
0: No, that was not in there. Yeah. The the Quran was something that uh, you know ostensibly came down from God to Muhammad. He then you know memorized it and uh, spoke it all over the place to uh, to people. And the Quran is repetitive in its own ways, but not in the way that you're talking about their uh, market is.
1: Well, it, maybe maybe the Pentateuch, Pentateu—I don't know—is not the first five books of the Bible part of the Quran, but uh, maybe the, uh, maybe Islam still considers it to be holy writ in it's, some form or as, fashion. As
3: I understand it, they consider all the Old Testament prophets to be prophets of theirs.
0: They definitely yeah. acknowledge the Bible. Jesus is a prophet. They definitely acknowledge the Bible, and they definitely acknowledge Jesus well, as one of those In the Koran, they also
6: have stories of Jesus and Mary and the virgin birth.
0: The and, thing with the Quran uh, I is I heard uh, yeah.
6: you said you read the Koran. I
0: did, yes. Uh, the Quran. I
6: read parts of it, too.
0: The Quran does acknowledge uh, the Bible, and it talks about Christianity, and it talks about Christians. And basically, uh, the thing they really disagree with one of the things they really disagree with with the Christians is the idea of the uh, kind of the triune God, uh, the Trinity. That's one of the things that bugs them. They think that uh, you know the God is just you know one God that there's not three. Yeah. And that's one of the, you know, kind of the the point of the Quran, at least from uh, Muhammad's perspective, was to try to correct that, uh, which he kind of believed was misinformation uh, that was being promoted by the Christians uh, in the Bible, and so that was but part of
6: Christianity and Judaism come from one religion. Yes, I mean, I mean, he came back from from uh, what was his name? Your uh, father, Abraham. Abraham, yeah, he created. He had two sons,
3: right? Isaac and Ishmael. One,
6: one went yeah. and created Islam, and one with
3: created Judaism. Yeah, it doesn't really work that way. Um, the the, the it's, these they're called the sons. Uh, you know, the people they talk about the sons of uh, Isaac and the sons of uh, Ishmael. But uh, as you know, Isaac didn't create Christianity. Jesus did, or you know, some people oh, after that's Jesus. Why
6: I said,
3: that's why I said Judaism. Okay, well, um, it, Judaism I, I can assure you that uh, Muslim, the Muslim religion is about 600 years younger than Christianity.
0: Yeah. David, anything
3: else and you want to share? Were
6: both, and they were both instructed by um, divine
0: intervention or whatever.
3: Supposedly. Right? That's, the, that's the idea. That's not, no religion out there yet has said, uh, well, these are just my words and doesn't have anything to do with God. Right. All
6: right. David, thanks for I sharing. I want to go that. to Acts 16.7. Now, in that in that verse, it says that Christianity isn't supposed to be everywhere. And I was just wondering if they have just a similar verse in the Quran.
0: That's a good question. I couldn't recall, you know, the uh, the exact verse and structure, uh, you know, at a, at yeah, a whim
6: well, here. Yeah, here, here's here's sixteen seven. It says after they had come to Masya, they tried to go into Bithynia, but the spirit did not permit them. And that tells me that that the Bible is not supposed to be everywhere.
0: Interesting. Certainly, a lot of Christians would disagree with that, right? Like they want to spread it to the whole world. Yeah, the people that don't believe in yeah, Jesus well, that, don't that, go
6: that, anywhere. Yeah, at the same time, in in, in uh, Islam world too, is they have to spread it
0: over the world and get converts. David, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at eight five five four fifty free.
1: I know if there's one thing that Ian loves is to have people quoting Bible verses on his show. Hey,
0: you know, I'm not a fan of that, but it, you know, if it's short, if it's short enough, I'll put up with it. You know. It can go on and on. And yeah, is, well, yeah, well, it's a long not Bible book. Bible study hour.
3: <laughs> you know, I just wonder, uh, you know, I mean, I think that, sure, some Muslims think that uh, spreading Islam is a good idea. But I bet the vast majority of them are like the vast majority of Christians who really don't care that much about their religion. As people become more, uh, wouldn't you agree that most people that go to church on Sunday— or call themselves Christians probably really aren't Christians at all. I'd say that's I true agree,
0: about Christians. Yeah. I don't know if it's true about Muslims.
3: I'd agree
1: about.
0: Yeah, I'm with you,
3: Mark. I, I I'm just imagining. I'm just saying. I imagine that yeah. they're they're probably going along to get along. That if they claimed in in some countries, if you claim that, yeah, I think that Muslim stuffs dumb they'll kill you Mm. so why in the world wouldn't you go along to get along but that doesn't mean that you're you know once they get here in the united states once anybody becomes more cosmopolitan Mm -hmm. and they have more things in life than to look forward to dying so that they can have whatever good things they're promised in the afterlife i mean this whole little afterlife thing really is a is a a great shtick by those people that had a lot in order to keep the people that had nothing down
0: Toll-free number, 855-453. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can take control of the airwaves here. Your observations are welcome on the religious issue or Brandon Rob, or whatever's on your mind. Free Talk Live.
3: Tired of that same old government-free baklava from Mandrick? How about trying Stateless Sweets Government-Free Fudge and Caramel? Stateless Sweets are made with real ingredients and prepared fresh for delivery to your home. Order them as a gift, a well-deserved decadent treat for yourself, or catered for your next event. Go to statelesssweets.com. That's
5: statelesssweets.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want here toll-free at 855 free. That's the Seykels CAI toll-free line. Whether you want to talk about the Muslim scare out there, which apparently, according to the NYPD, isn't really so scary after all. They've been investigating Muslims for six years. Every single Muslim they could possibly look into, all of the mosques and all of the meetings and all of that, they've been infiltrating and... Nothing. They turned over absolutely nothing that was in any sort of a dangerous uh, manner whatsoever. Nothing. So you can talk about that or whatever you want here, 855-453. Also, Brandon Robb, the uh, former Marine who has been abducted by the FBI, being held in a crazy house, now uh, going to to apparently be held for another month under psychiatric evaluation. We'll tell you more about his case here in a moment.
3: Antiwar.com is having its quarterly pledge drive. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the website, antiwar.com, but mm-hmm. they, they really have the best anti-intervention news and views. Uh, it's the kind of news that you just can't find elsewhere. Uh, you know, If you do find it, it's buried on page 36A or something like that. But, uh, you know, because so many people don't really care what's going on around the world and who's dying where by the hand of the United States or whatever empire it might be. Antiwar.com does care. And if you care, too, you should support them. Antiwar.com slash donate. It's antiwar.com slash donate. And that message is brought to you by Jason Osborne of SACL CAI.
0: Brandon Robb, who's 26, has been in custody since Thursday night when FBI, Secret Service, and local police in Virginia's Chesterfield County questioned him about what they said were ominous posts, talking about a coming revolution. In one message, Robb wrote, uh, Rob wrote, quote, sharpen my axe, I'm here to sever heads. And Mark, you looked into that quote, and apparently it is an excerpt from some sort of song lyric. Song lyrics, Swollen Members. Swollen Members is the name of the band? That's correct. That's cute. Uh, so... Is it illegal now to post song lyrics, to post violent song lyrics? I mean, there's all kinds of violent uh, song lyrics out there. There's a band called Cannibal Corpse, which is, uh, you know, just a... heavy metal not even heavy metal like death metal uh metal band with a you know the growling uh singer you can barely understand that uh, word he's saying. Uh, but if you actually look something it is kind of like that i'm familiar uh, with death metal, yeah. and you know if you actually it's look at the words uh, of this uh, i remember reading an interview once uh with the the you know the band the guy that uh, that was writing their songs and he basically said that they've tried to write a write a horror movie like they're writing from the perspective of a, a killer in a horror movie in a lot of their their songs, and they're hor- horrifying, disgusting, despicable Cannibal Corpse. lyrics. I mean, you know, one of their names of their songs is "Force Fed Broken Glass." It's a terror. It's terrible. Uh, is that now going to be a crime to you know all, all young metalheads out there c- c- citing their favorite lyrics from Cannibal Corpse on Facebook? If somebody calls in a complaint, and by the way, here in this Huffington Post. the police are claiming that we weren't watching him someone called to complain great so so as long as some busybody is offended by something you say on your facebook profile with danger you know scary lyrics that's going to be a justification for the, the police and the secret service and fbi to show up and interrogate you and if they don't like the answers to the questions they ask or your behavior or whatever then they're going to take you and put you under a psychiatric lockdown and evaluation and who knows Could what kind be. of drugs they're putting into him? Yeah. Could be.
1: Yeah, um I have a bad habit when I'm talking to uh to the police of um of just opening up and giving away the store. Mm. And I'm amazed often when I um have a little presence of mind to remain silent. And I'm amazed that uh, I'm amazed at the the, the um sort of the 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 extra deference and respect i get from standing up for myself from them doesn't doesn't always happen that way but um i think you're definitely better off showing government officials that you care about your rights because if you if you show yourself to be somebody who's willing to be stepped on then they'll step on you
0: absolutely just like any bully yep and uh, you know even if you don't know all your rights being quiet can be the best thing you can possibly do. Like, you don't have to be a legal scholar to know that speaking to the police usually puts you in greater danger. Mm-hmm. Generally, when they're there to to ask you questions about something, they want to get you into handcuffs and put you in a cage. They're looking for a reason to do it. Uh, if they haven't done it right out the gate, like they didn't walk up and arrest this guy, they they asked him questions before they took him away. Uh, But let me continue the story here. His mom, uh, Kathleen Thomas, said by telephone the government had overstepped its bounds. She said the bottom line is his freedom of speech has been violated. Thomas said that her son, who served in tours as a combat engineer in Iraq and Afghanistan, is concerned about all the wars we've experienced and believes the U.S. government was complicit in the September 11th terrorist attacks. One of his Facebook posts, she said, pictured the gaping hole in the Pentagon and asked, where's the plane? Whitehead said he found nothing alarming in Rob's social media commentaries. Now, Whitehead is the executive director of the Rutherford Institute, which is a Virginia-based civil liberties group. He said he found nothing alarming in Rob's social media commentary. so the posts I read that supposedly were of concern were libertarian-type posts I see all the time, he said. The big concern, said Whitehead, is whether government officials are monitoring citizens' private Facebook pages. Hey, they're not private. Just so you know, here's a, here's a hint for you. Facebook? Not private in any way, shape, or form. Oh, yeah, sure, you can turn up your privacy settings so only your friends can see the stuff you post.
3: But that doesn't mean Facebook can't see. Right. And if Facebook can see, the The government can can see. see.
0: Right. So if there's something you want to keep private, don't post it to Facebook. I don't know why you have to tell people this, but it should be obvious. Don't post anything you want to keep private anywhere, but especially not Facebook. Uh, So going on here. The big concern, he says, whether they're monitoring people's Facebook pages and detaining people with whom they disagree. Dee Rubinsky, an FBI spokes bureaucrat in Richmond, said there was no Facebook snooping by her agency. She said, we received quite a few complaints about what were perceived as threatening posts. Given the circumstances with the things that have gone on in the country with some of these mass shootings, it would be horrible for law enforcement not to pay attention to complaints.
3: Yep. You know, that's it. It's the zeitgeist. It's uh, what's ever going on in the country. First it was Columbine, then it was 9-11, mm-hmm. and now it's the you know the Batman shooting. Uh, there was the Jared Lofner incident. There's always something bad, and if they can use something bad as an excuse to take away your rights. I mean, this guy's been incarcerated. Days He's been called now. crazy, yeah. and... I mean, he's. I, what would your life be? I'd like to ask you. What would your life be like if you were incarcerated? Is it two months now? Uh, no, no.
0: He's only been incarcerated since Thursday, since but, the Thursday judge but it's a yesterday, yesterday full month. The judge yesterday ordered he needs to be incarcerated. He needs to be, well, I guess. He needs to be kept under psychiatric evaluation in a crazy ward for another month.
3: Can he leave? No, let's call it carcer- incarceration yes. then. Um, you know I mean, it's just what would your life be like? The Good vast luck keeping majority, your job, the vast majority of Americans no, no would be unemployed and homeless and without a spouse or without a significant other, and their dog would be dead. I mean,
0: I, you know, isn't bit, that what uh, they want for veterans?: It certainly seems like it. I, I don't know. I, I don't well, know I mean, what they want. That's certainly common amongst uh, veterans, right? To be homeless, unemployed, and, uh, you know, have no family. All or, those things. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, I, I don't know. It's crazy. Whitehead said some of the posts were made on a closed Facebook page that Rob had recently created, so he questioned whether anyone from the public could have possibly complained about them. Support Brandon and Rob Facebook pages have drawn significant interest, and other Internet sites had numerous comments from people outraged by the veterans' detention. You know, at least in today's day and age... As long as someone is nearby and that someone has a smartphone or some other sort of video-based device, if they do come for you... It won't necessarily be that they'll be able to just take you away quietly in the black, you know, in the middle of the night. Uh, unless they actually do take you away quietly in the middle of the night and no one is around. But if someone's around, there's going to be evidence. If someone's around, there's going to be witnesses. There's going to be video footage of this. And in this case, there were people around, and there was, as I understand it, it's, there's certainly a photo of him being put in the police car, and I presume there might be some video. Uh, as well at this. So that's the good news. You know, it, it's harder than ever for them to just disappear somebody. That doesn't mean it's not possible, but it's certainly trickier. Support Brandon Raub. Uh, Facebook pages are doing well. His supporters characterized the detention as an arrest, complaining that he was handcuffed and whisked away in a police cruiser without being served a warrant or read his rights. But authorities say it wasn't an arrest because Raub doesn't face any criminal charges. What's the big deal? Right. Uh, it's not an arrest. It's technically- not It's technically... It's it's he a He can leave anytime he wants. It's a kidnapping. <laughs> this is straight up a uh, kidnapping. There's not any legal process around this besides the the various different laws that that just basically allow this to happen. They call it a Baker Act in Florida, uh, where essentially but It's
3: only 3 days in Florida. That's this right. is 30.
0: Well, I I think they can keep you for 3 but then evaluate whether or not they need to keep you longer.
3: I can get my job back after 3 days.
0: 855-450-free. You take control here. This is Free Talk Live. What do you think? This is Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves toll-free. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Joining you here, it is Ian. Johnny Ray. And Mark. And you're invited, of course, to dial in at 855-450-3733 and join us on our website as well at freetalklive.com. Like the show? Want to help support Free Talk Live? You can become an amplifier. Go to amp.freetalklive.com. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And the idea is to help Free Talk Live get on more great radio stations around the country, bring more internet listeners on board, and expose new people to the ideas of freedom so, once again, go to amp.freetalklive.com and you'll learn about the perks you'll get access to, like the Amp Only call-in lines, the Amp Only podcast, which doesn't have the uh, the commercials that the regular podcast does, as well as the Amp Only forum and more. Go get the details and get signed up at amp.freetalklive.com. We're talking about a disturbing story happening in uh, Virginia where uh, Chesterfield County police with the FBI and Secret Service showed up at Brandon Robb's house. Apparently, they knocked on the door. This, is according to uh, Cop Block, Virginia dot They knocked on his door and demanded to speak with him regarding some activity on his Facebook account. Information about the conversation and full interaction that occurred at this point is still surfacing. Uh, this, by the way, written by former Free Talk Live co host Meg McLean. She is now blogging over at Virginia dot Uh, But we've been told Brandon came outside his home, and there is video, by the way, of him being put into the police car, but nothing that I've seen that has yet uh, revealed the conversation with the police. Uh, So he came outside his home, barefoot and without a shirt, remained calm and peaceful throughout the discussion. While talking with the various government officials in front of his house, one of the plainclothes agents apparently fainted. As Brandon's brother and others began returning to the house, Brandon was led to the street by a female FBI agent, accompanied by several other agents and Chesterfield police officers. They then surrounded Brandon and didn't inform him that he was under arrest, instead simply assaulting him without warning. After a momentary attempt to defend himself from his attackers, he was cuffed and taken away without being told the reason for his arrest. Of course, the police are now saying this was not, in fact, arrest. Uh, they they were not arresting him. They no were just arrest putting, here. They were just putting handcuffs on him to put him in a police car and take him to a mental health facility. Because he has not been charged with any crimes, it's not an arrest. It's just a taking.
3: <laughs> right, a disappearing.
0: Well, whatever you want to call this. He hasn't disappeared. Uh, people know where he is. Yeah, it's just weird. Although initial reports were very confusing. I think his, his family called the place where they thought he was being held. And at one point they claimed that they didn't know who he was. So it certainly looked pretty creepy for a while there. But as I understand it, Adam from Adam versus the Man, Adam Kokesh, has had Brandon on his show. So he was some, somehow able to uh, get a phone call out from this facility. And so people do, knew, uh, they do know where he is. He's not been disappeared. But it's still creepy. It's still terrible uh, what they're doing to him. A little bit more here from virginiacopblock.org. He has been – in uh, the family was informed he had been taken to the John Randolph Medical Center where, where he will be given a mental evaluation. And according to the judge yesterday, he'll be staying at this mental center for the next – or mental <laughs> – medical center uh, for the next month. Virginia Koplock has learned this form of arrest and detention is known as a green warrant, often known as a mental health warrant. If a person is credibly believed to be a potential threat to themselves or others, a green warrant can be issued – this allows government authorities to arrest and detain a person for up to 72 hours and then have them evaluated to determine if they are mentally unfit and pose a threat if they were released. So that should give you a little bit more of insight as to what happened. So it sounds like he was inside his home on the day in question on Thursday last week when he was arrested. Came out to talk to them. Came him. outside to talk to them and ended up in their handcuffs. So again, my question is, what would have happened had he simply ignored them?
3: in this in this circumstance it sounds like they would have gone away. Yeah. It I mean it's it's often uh, you know I mean you've got to ask yourself how many times do the police come to your door and knock on your door and you're able to help. I mean, if if they're there, chances are good they're there for you. Mm-hmm. If they're there for you or someone you love, the chances are really good that you don't I mean, you know, if you did it, whatever it is, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, if you harm somebody, you deserve to face justice. But the chances of them coming after you, it seems in this day and age, it's much more likely you didn't harm anybody, but they still want to arrest you. And so what's your benefit in answering the door? I mean, if there's a marauding killer on the loose and they're going door to door asking questions about, you know, have you seen the marauding killer? The answer is no. So why bother them with wasting your time and theirs by going out and talk to them?
1: Hmm. And if they can do this to Brandon Robb in Virginia, they can do it to you in Virginia.
0: Or wherever you live. This is the uh, FBI. These green uh, warrants, as they're called in Virginia, are called different things in every state. I, I don't know if there's a single state that doesn't have one of these mental health takings rules where they can just take you. And uh, subject you to whatever sort of state oriented test, because remember, in this mental health test, they're probably asking him things about his beliefs about government, uh, because that's what he's written about on on Facebook.
3: You know, I believe the, (laughs) I believe my government is uh, going around the world, killing people with remote control airplanes. That makes me sound like a paranoid lunatic. If you don't believe that the government's doing such a thing, I mean, if, I can show you news articles, right. but who cares about news articles? I'm sitting in a psychiatrist's office in chains and can't answer that. I'm probably not even in an office. I'm probably in a, in a cage with a psychiatrist talking to me through a hole in the door. Uh-huh.
0: At this point, uh, Coplock in Virginia is not aware of anyone who's been able to see the warrant. So they're unaware of the exact language of it, which would reveal the alleged threat, the Facebook post, and who requested the warrant be issued. Now, this is a fairly early post that they made uh, right after the event happened. I wanted to share it because it did kind of recount the actual actions of what transpired outside of his house. Uh, Apparently, as we've seen since then, they have released some of his Facebook posts there's actually the full text of one of his posts that uh, WTVR in Central Virginia a television uh, CBS station uh, re- revealed a full post from Facebook entitled "The Truth," uh, where he exhorts people to take the Republic back. And you know we can share some uh, some excerpts from Mister Rob's post, but you know he basically seems like your kind of standard uh, liberty-oriented kind of conspiracy guy. Who wants to save the country? One of these kind of folks. And they're not, you know, a lot of people like Brandon listen to this radio program. Uh, I don't really care much for the conspiracy aspect of it, but that doesn't mean that he's wrong. I mean, maybe it was an inside job 9-11. I don't know. Certainly could be. I don't believe the official story.
3: Right. But, I don't know, and neither does anybody listening to this show. You don't know anything about 9-11. Right.
0: But people should be able to to make these statements online without having to be interrogated and possibly uh, interned by the the police department. Your thoughts are welcome at 855 free You can bring up anything. Vince and Indy, listening to WXNT. Hey, Vince.
6: Hello, Ian, Mark, and I forget the other gentleman's name. but
1: My name's Johnny Ray.
6: Johnny Ray? But, uh, there was a similar case down in Birmingham, Alabama, where this man buried his wife in, a, in his front yard. Yep. I don't know if you've heard the news about yeah. it, but and he said that anybody that comes on that property.
1: Yeah, he said that he said that if the police decided to go ahead and rule that they were taking the his wife's body, if, that they were going to disinter the body. He said that was a death sentence for him, and I suppose that meant that he was going to guard her body with wow. his life.
0: And what did they do to him?
1: Um, it, it, they, it's undecided yet. It's um, this is developing. Yes.
0: But, uh, because you but, uh, can't you know, possibly handle your own uh, post mortem affairs uh, with your family members, you have to go through the official channels and get a you know death certificate and go through whatever uh, approved government-approved uh, funeral homes there are and buy their government-approved boxes to put people in. I mean, there's a huge scam and a huge system surrounding the uh, you know the death. Business.
3: What would you think about uh, a neighbor who was digging a, uh, a grave out in their front yard and then put their, uh, <laughs> their wife or a loved one in that front yard? I would
0: think it's their property and they can do <laughs> whatever the hell they want to do with it.
3: <laughs> I love you. You're so nuts.
0: What is, wait, what,
3: <laughs>
0: how is that different from burying the dog in the
3: backyard? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the size of the dog, I guess. What? Why does that matter? Because, because little dog, because because little animals die all the time and create a little stink. Big animals create a big stink.
1: I don't think there would be a stink if you bury the lady it. six feet deep. But the 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 thing is about this. Do we story, have any
3: evidence that this guy buried buried his wife six feet deep? <laughs> they used, mean, he used if, a backhoe.
0: What what if, okay, that's probably. The case it, but,
3: okay, so he did. But what about the neighbor who only wants to bury their wife <laughs> six inches deep?
0: That's going to get dug up real quick by some animal. Some hungry animal is going to. But it
3: doesn't bother you, does it? Two hundred and fifty pounds a rotting hunk of flesh out in the next door neighbor's front yard—no big deal, is it? The problem yeah,
1: the authorities have is that this is this is like on Main Street in the middle of town.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, Vince, your thoughts?
6: I just want to know who the gentlemen are harming. You know, no I, I tell you where they get. Yeah, no to, one. The, but where they get this is uh cities and states have what they call mineral rights underneath your property.
3: And a lot a lot of times that's true. You
0: yep. know, and there's also just an incredible amount of regulations surrounding uh, what you do with the body after death and they want yeah. you to go through their hoops. Thank you, Vince, for the call. Appreciate the heads up on that story. I'd seen a headline of that, uh, and it sounds pretty outrageous. Eight five five free. Maybe we can talk a little bit more about that coming up here in hour number three. Of course you can bring up anything you want as well. It's free talk live. This is Free Talk Live, and we're launching into the third hour of the program. You can take control of the airwaves here. 855 450 free. SACL CAI toll free line. 1 855 450 3733. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. You can actually create the content of the site. So when you find something online that you want to share with us, you can always call the show and talk about it, as uh, our last caller did there in the second hour. And we'll talk a little bit more about the man who buried his wife in his front yard here in a moment because that is uh, an interesting story and does deserve further uh, investigation and discussion. But you can also post such items on our website by submitting them as show prep. And then other listeners can vote as to whether or not they like them or dislike. And the most liked make it to the front page in the top of the site, meaning we're more likely to see them talk about them on the air. So go to freetalklive.com and get interactive. Don't forget to check out... Uh, don't forget to check out the uh, the upcoming stories page. Upcoming stories is where you can go and find the latest stuff that has been submitted to the website, and you can vote on that. And that's very helpful. Once again, freetalklive.com. dot com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian, Johnny Ray, and Mark. So uh, now, Johnny Ray, you're from the South originally, North Carolina.
1: Yep, North Carolina.
0: Asheville, uh, North Carolina. That's technically probably more southern than the place we come from, which is farther south. Which is technically farther south. south of Sarasota, Florida. But Sarasota, well, Florida is on the west coast of Florida, and anything west of the interstate isn't really the south,
3: as I understand it. Anything of east of the uh, interstate and the east coast isn't really, it's really, the, really south the south either. either. Right. Asheville's a real
1: interesting mix of uh, hipsters and rednecks and lesbians and hippies. Sounds like fun. It's a great. It was a great place to grow up.
0: Yeah, that's how I feel about Sarasota. I, you know, I, I liked my life as a, a child there, but I'm glad I'm gone. I'm glad I'm here in uh, New Hampshire now, as part of the Free State Project. But uh, just kind of talking about the South, uh, that's what happened at the very end of the last hour. We were told about a story which I'd seen, and uh, just had we don't, you know, we don't have time to talk about everything here. So sometimes when you call and ask for a, uh, us to talk about an issue, that's what helps it get on the air. And in this case, Stevenson, Alabama, is where this one's taking place. The Associated Press reporting. That James Davis is fighting to keep the remains of his late wife right where he dug her grave, in the front yard of his home, just a few feet from his porch. Davis says he was only abiding by Patsy Ruth Davis's wishes when he buried her outside their log home in 2009. Yet the
3: city log home on Main Street is it what the story says?
0: Well, that was uh, the last guy that uh, called in. Vince said it was a Main Street household, okay. right?
3: I said that. Oh, you too. said that.
0: I apologize.
1: It's 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 in town. I know that. I remember that,
0: so uh yeah, well, I mean maybe we'll get more information here. A county judge ordered Davis to disinter his wife again, she's been buried there now for three years. uh disinter his wife, but the ruling is on hold as the Alabama Civil Court of Appeals considers his challenge Davis, who's seventy three said he never expected such a fight. Good Lord, he says they've raised pigs in their yard. And there's horses out on the road here in a corral in the city limits. They've got other grave sites here all over the place, and there shouldn't have been a problem. While state health officials say family burial plots aren't uncommon in Alabama, city officials worry about the precedent set by allowing a grave on a residential lot on one of the main streets through town. They say state law gives the city some control over where people bury their loved ones and have cited concerns about long-term care, appearance, property values, and the complaints of some neighbors. We're not in the 1800s any longer, said city attorney Parker Edmonston. We're not talking about a homestead. We're talking about someone who's out in the country. We're we're not talking about someone who's out in the country on 40 acres of land. Mr. Davis lives in downtown
3: Stevenson. I live on... You know, several acres of many acres, acres—not many, but uh, quite a few acres of land. And I bet you, my town wouldn't like it if I buried somebody there either. Uh, these bureaucrats want you to bury somebody in a graveyard if you're going to bury somebody. They could just come a out. A government-approved
0: graveyard with a government-approved mortuary service yep. and a government—the
3: the costs that go in it. Yep. And I think that have you
0: ever know, looked at that by the way the cost of these damn coffins I don't really and care what the
3: cost is in this it's case. It's crazy. I mean, I think that this guy wants to be able to walk out on his front uh, lawn, share a cup of coffee with his wife right. is what he's wanting and I don't see That's what she
0: wanted by I, the way. I, it was her wishes to I, be buried there.
3: I, you know, I don't know what the different I don't know if they had pigs in their front yard. I'm thinking that this is okay. Now, I think that there's certain circumstances, certain places where you can't bury somebody, but you know, I like your point, Ian If it had been a 150-pound dog and they buried it in the backyard, nobody would have said anything.
0: Strong libertarian streak runs through northeast Alabama, which has a relatively few zoning laws to govern what people do with their property. Even a neighbor who got into a fight with Davis over the gravesite, Davis said he punched the man. The neighbor isn't comfortable with limiting what a homeowner can do with his property. George Westmoreland, who's 79, served three tours of duty in Vietnam, said, I don't think it's right, but it's not my place to tell him he can't do it. I laid my life on the line so he'd have the right to do this. This is what freedom's about. Westmoreland declined to discuss his specific objections to the grave. It's unclear what the appeals court might rule. (laughs) Imagine these two old guys duking it out in the front
3: (laughs) front yard. I can't imagine it at all. Something from a movie. Uh, Especially them talking like this afterwards. It's unclear
0: whether the appeals or when the appeals court might rule. Attorneys filed initial papers in the appeal on Friday. The decision could come down to whether judges believe the front yard grave constitutes a family plot that requires no approval or a cemetery, which would. In the meantime, Davis has protested by running for city council. A campaign sign hangs near a bigger sign in his yard that says, Let Patsy Rest in Peace. A law professor, yeah, no kidding. Look, man, three years later, they want to. Disinter this, this woman's body. It's pretty pointless. This is horrifying. I mean, this is it's this horrifying. is so disrespectful to this man and his wife and her wishes. She wanted to be buried in that spot, and the city government's attorney is says you know basically saying, "Well, screw you. You've got to do what we say with her body because we own you." I even after even you're after dead. you die. That's right. It's That's nice. how disturbing this is. And look, if you don't like somebody burying their wife's body in the front yard, go move into like a damn it. deed restricted neighborhood. But you're
3: bitching. I think it's pretty weird.
0: It's unusual, for sure. Weird, yes. But. You know, Johnny Ray, you said he got the backhoe out, so it's probably buried pretty good.
3: She's yeah. buried deep. She clearly hasn't had—I mean, she hasn't bothered too many people in, in three years. Right. I'm thinking that there should be some kind of statute of limitations somewhere in the uh, several months range about uh, having buried somebody in the front yard. If it's not a, if she's not—if he's not suspected of murdering her, then you know what are you going to do?
0: A law professor who's familiar with the case said it's squarely at the intersection of personal rights and the government's power to regulate private property. While disputes over graves in people's yards might be rare, lawsuits over the use of eminent domain actions and zoning restrictions are becoming more common as the U.S. population grows. Saying the uh, United States Supreme Court has said that the states and the cities through the states have the power to regulate, but if it goes too far, then the government's got to pay, and there are certain things the government just doesn't have the power to do. As we get bigger and government gets bigger and as people are more regulated, you start having more and more disagreements. Davis, who's a longtime carpenter, built the family's home on the corner of uh, Broad Street about 30 years ago in Stevenson. It's a town of about 2,600 in northeast Alabama. Once a bustling railroad stopped, the city's now so quiet, some people don't bother locking their doors. Stars twinkle brightly in the night sky, and there aren't many lights to blot them out. Uh, and they go on to kind of tell uh, the story about what happened uh, with his wife, how he met her. But apparently she died in 2009, and the city council rejected his request for a cemetery permit. The decision came even though the county health department signed off on the residential burial, saying that it wouldn't cause any sanitation problems. So it's uh, typical that you'll get two different answers from different government bureaucracies mm-hmm. when you actually go and you try, to, you try to do things the right way, as people call it, whenever you try to jump through whatever governmental hoops there are out there. it's you know One bureaucrat will tell you A, and another bureaucrat will tell you B, and they don't necessarily mix.
1: Exactly. Yeah, you've got to go to two or three different offices to get something done.
0: It's ridiculous. Ignoring the uh, council's decision, Davis said he and a son-in-law cranked a backhoe and dug a grave just a few feet from the house. The mortuary installed a concrete vault, and workers lowered Patsy's body into the plot in a nice metal casket. Wow. So it's not like he just dumped a body in a hole in the ground. This well, guy really I, went through something.
3: That was the thing I was kind of wondering is, did... I mean, did he just did she die one day, and he decided to put her on the ground, and you know, didn't really go through any process? No, but it he sounds really like, made
0: a big production out of yeah, this. it. Yeah, sounds line like the, in a plastic bag,
3: <laughs> if that.
0: The city sued, and the case went to trial early this year. That's when a judge ordered Davis to move his wife's remains to a licensed cemetery, and that order is now on hold, given the state. Uh, the appeal to the uh, state appeals court time to rule. 855 450 free. The SACL CAI toll free line. Should Mr. Davis be allowed to keep his wife in his front lawn? And if not, why not? 1 450 free. 855 450 3733. You take control here. This is Free Talk Live.
5: Online Bitcoin Poker at SealsWithClubs.eu. That's right. Play poker online with Bitcoin, the digital cryptocurrency, anonymous accounts, optional email, and no banking. Only Bitcoin deposits and withdrawals at SealsWithClubs.eu. Great play rewards, free rolls, and other promotions. For more information, visit us online at SealsWithClubs.eu. No seals were harmed in the making of this advertisement.
0: This is Free Talk Live. Bring up whatever you want here. Toll free number 855 450 free. That's 1 855 450 3733. You can, of course, take control of the airwaves. Here with you tonight it is Ian. Johnny Ray. And Mark. Don't forget you can join us over at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features we give you there, including archives that go all the way back to late 2006. Yeah, that's right. Nearly six years now of free archives for you to download at your leisure. Get as many of them as you want. In fact, if you go to freetalklive.com, you'll see the last week's worth right at the top of the page. It makes it easy to get the most recent shows. And then over on the left-hand side, if you scroll down under Listen. And share, you'll find a link to our SoundCloud page, which is one of the places where you can get a whole bunch more archives of Free Talk Live. It actually allows you to easily share your favorite episodes, and episodes of uh, Mark's Edgington Post are also available through the uh, SoundCloud page. So just click the Share button on what you want to share with your friends, and then the, all the different options, Facebook, Twitter, WordPress, it all comes up. It makes it really easy to uh, plug your friends into what it is that you like to listen to. So once again, go to freetalklive.com. Look on the left-hand side under Listen and Share for our SoundCloud
3: link. You'd join more than a million people who trusted LegalZoom.com for their common legal documents. You can incorporate your business or create a will or a living trust or even register a trademark. There's all kinds of things you need to do um, sort of in a lifetime as far as legal documents go. Certainly not the least of, um, among them being a, a will. If you've got a family and you don't have a will, you're leaving them completely open to the state and how long it's going to take them to decide where your stuff goes. And it's, it'll be a disaster if you don't have a will. So go get one if you've got a family. And, you know, all the other legal documents you need, you're going to get them more cheaply by going through LegalZoom.com. You can use coupon code FTL. Save $10 on your order. It's LegalZoom.com, coupon code FTL.
0: We've been sharing a story with you that some people might find disturbing. I think it's touching. And uh, the city, in this case, or the town of Stevenson, Alabama, doesn't appreciate it one bit. Because this man, who is uh, seventy three years old uh, James Davis, has ignored their demands, he has ignored their decision that he could not bury his wife in his front yard in one of the, on basically one of the main streets in town, uh, which was her wish her dying wish was that she be buried on their own plot of land
1: originally they wanted to be cremated but when the time started getting near she decided that Changed the mind, idea no? terrified her really
0: yeah well according to the story here uh the city uh, sued because he actually ignored their decision that he couldn't do it went ahead and uh, cranked up a backhoe dug a grave just a few feet from the house mortuary came by and installed a concrete vault and lowered uh patsy's body into the plot in a nice metal casket the city sued, and the case went to trial. The order is on hold currently. The judge ordered Davis to move his wife's remains to a licensed cemetery, and that order is now on hold pending an appeals court ruling. For now, Davis visits his wife's grave each time he walks out the front door. He puts fresh artificial flowers on it regularly, and he wa- fresh art. Okay, they're new.
3: New uh, artificial flowers
0: uh, on it regularly, and he washes off the marker when raindrops splatter dirt on the gray stone. At Christmas, he said, because again, this was three years ago when he buried her and the courts are still working through the case. At Christmas, he said, he and other relatives hold a little prayer vigil around the grave, which is beside an old wooden garage. Edmondson said the man rejected several compromises from the city. This is the city attorney, (laughs) including the offer of two plots in the municipal graveyard. While state officials say they don't know how many people might be buried on residential lots in Alabama, burials in private property in Alabama are not uncommon according to the Deputy Environmental Director for the Department of Health. While the state can regulate cemeteries, uh, the bureaucrat says it doesn't have any control over family burial plots. The city contends the grave at Davis's home is an illegal cemetery that does fall under government oversight, according to the city's attorney. If nothing else, he says the appeals court might decide what constitutes a family burial plot and what is a cemetery. He said it would be far-reaching if they say anyone can bury someone in their front yard if there are no drainage issues. As it is, Davis said his five children will bury him in the yard besides Patsy after he dies. And they and his 15 grandchildren will care for the property from then on.
3: Yeah, you know, I mean, it does make one wonder. You never know exactly what your children are going to do with uh, the property. Uh, I mean, you might might love a piece of property, but your children don't have any particular love for it, may want to sell it. So what do you do with the property that has two interred bodies on it? I mean, that's going to certainly diminish the property value, I'd think. You think so? I mean, can you imagine buying the property that has two grave (laughs) gravestones out there? You know, weed eating around them. Uh, I'd have to agree that
1: that that would diminish the property value. But he doesn't
3: care.
0: No, he doesn't. It's his property. So, what does he care about the uh, property value of it? He's going to be giving it to his grandchildren. He points out here that his grandchildren are going to take care of it after the fact, and it's probably not going to stop him from renting the place out. It might make it a little bit more difficult for uh, for them to sell it, but ultimately, he's not under an obligation to leave his grandchildren the most high valued property possible. They should be fe- they should feel lucky they got anything from him.
3: So, All right. I-, I think it's very really odd. <laughs> What do you guys
1: want to have happen to you when you die?
0: You know, that's a great question. I tend to be for the idea of just go ahead and burn the uh, the body. I I don't like the idea of taking up space. Um,
3: Mark? I am hoping that this doesn't happen. I'm uh, I'm hanging I'm hanging out for the robot bodies. Um, you know it, transhumanism. At, at some point or another, it seems it seems logical to me now that they have prosthetic devices that uh, can move where humans can move the fingers essentially with their minds. Um, that pretty soon you're going to have the ability to take uh, you know maybe the brain and the spinal cord <laughs> or something like that, stick it on a little remote control toaster, and yeah. uh, you know I can you know go about. Uh, it's not like I do a you know I don't have. To exercise. I can just tweetle about the internet, build myself a little virtual home on the internet, and uh, do the things that I normally do, which,
1: frankly, isn't a lot. Yeah, you'll be a brain and a couple of eyeballs in a jar.
3: You know, from the internet, I'm sure there's a voice modulation uh, b- b- you know, program out there that will allow me to do Free Talk Live for the next millennia.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I had pretty much decided that I wanted to be cremated, yeah. too. And one day I was thinking about it, and I got the same kind of terror that this lady was thinking of. Like, really? what if what if you're retain consciousness and when you die and you're stuck in a box and burned up
0: that scares seems, me a little bit seems pretty unlikely
1: or you're buried in a box <laughs> so I think I'm just going to announce to the uh, f- to you guys in the free talk live audience that I would like to be stuffed with preservatives and animatronics <laughs> and then I'll just march around the neighborhood
0: (laughs) you know it's funny that you say that because i had uh we're gonna make you goose dip (laughs) i had i had hooted which means we were tweeting and uh, facebooking the same time neighbor buries his wife in the front yard you mad bro and melvis not elvis responds by saying doesn't matter to me he could taxidermy her for all i care so your thoughts are certainly welcome at 855-450-FREE. I've
3: asked to uh, the Twitter and Facebook folks whether they'd buy a house that has two graves in the front yard. Yeah, I mean, it... You could get a really good deal on it. it. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> you, know, I mean, I, you know, I mean, worst case scenario, you pry up the uh, the headstones and who cares after that? You just put them in the garage. That They said there was a wooden shed. There is, yeah. Just toss the headstones in the wooden shed. They could make it part of the deed that you have to leave them there, though. They could. You can modify the deeds to do that kind of thing.
0: So, uh, again here, let's see, there was one more thing. Oh, yeah, Davis is adamant that he won't move the body, as you pointed out before, uh, Johnny Ray... Regardless of what the court says, I love this guy. He is my liberty hero uh, for the moment. Uh, I hope that he's serious about this, like he's not going to do whatever their little appeals court tells him to do. he got in a fist
3: fight with a neighbor. It sounds like he's pretty serious. Look,
0: buddy. Look, judge. This is my wife. She said she wanted to be buried here. I've done what she asked, and I'm not doing any more. And he says, if they get it done, it'll be after I'm gone. So if they order her to be moved, it's a death sentence to me. I'll meet Mama sooner than I planned on it. He ain't moved. It doesn't sound like he's up. 855-450-FREE. You take control. 855-450-3733. The successes are piling up and proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire, consider Keen. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, one of the busiest liberty forums in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's (laughs) freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves here. Toll free number 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site totally free, so enjoy those on us. We've got the mobile site, the bulletin board system, the webcam, the archives. All of it's free. Just go there and enjoy
3: freetalklive.com. freetalklive.com also offers you, you know a way to go about getting the best Gold and silver pieces that you 're going to be able to find on the internet the best prices I mean basically these you know often these coins are similar uh, similar and comparable to other coins from other purveyors of uh, gold and silver but we 've teamed up with Midas Resources to get you some of the best prices so that you can do some comparison shopping and help free talk live at the same time. You can go to gold.freetalklive.com. There's all kinds of stuff there. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 francs, Lakota Nation, Silver Rounds. Uh, There's actually the Ludwig von Mises silver piece, or uh, some people like to call it the Mises pieces. It's gold.freetalklive.com.
0: Let's go to the phones and to the fun. Let's talk to Dozer first in Missouri. Dozer, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Johnny Ray, and Mark. Hello. Hey, Dozer, what's on your mind?
6: Really good listening to you. I was uh, listening to the sad tale of the gentleman who buried his wife in the front yard, and Mm. uh, I'm getting up there in years, about 60, and uh, I had a revelation. I I decided that uh, I I would like to be cremated and uh, then uh, have my ashes sprinkled in in all the non-public congressional toilets, (laughs) and that that way... Congress could finish the job they've been doing to me my whole life. There you go. <laughs> That's all, guys.
1: Those are thanks,
0: man. Appreciate <laughs> the call you. tonight. Shane's on the line, listening in Jacks Creek, Tennessee. Shane, you're on Free Talk Live, <laughs> listening via XM's, uh, XM's Americas talk.
7: Yes,
0: hey, sir. What's going on? How are hey.
7: you tell us doing tonight? Great. What's on your mind, sir? I don't know. Just, I'm a drug driver. Just uh, driving down the road, listening to the guy call in, and, you know, uh, advocating, you know, hang, hanging all the politicians from the trees. And, uh, you know, uh, you guys kind of started asking about him being a Christian. And uh, I've been listening to the show for a couple months now, just discovered you at, over the road. And, you know, a, a lot of times it seems like uh, somebody wants to call in with the title Christian. And, uh, uh, you know, obviously you, you seem like you might have some, I don't know, uh, different views a lot of people on the show aren't christian i share a lot of the same beliefs about liberty but i i consider myself a christian but i think a lot of people use that label you know they, they say they're a christian but you know like you say they don't necessarily um talk to the the teachings of jesus i agree with you fellas i don't believe that jesus would advocate hanging <laughs> right. on a tree, from a tree uh you know i don't I'm not for, you know, uh, violence or other than, you know, in, in defense of my family, but I mm-hmm. think a lot of people, you know, well, I mean, that's with any religion. You know, you've got, I feel like you've got some good Muslims, you know, that, that aren't terrorists and and. And I don't feel like we should able, we should paint all of them
0: with a broad brush. Absolutely, but, absolutely. Uh, you you sound like a real Christian to me, man, and I I appreciate the people out there that actually understand that uh, that viewpoint and actually apply it in their lives and don't advocate for war and don't advocate for uh, for you know hate and <laughs> and killing. <laughs> None of
4: those things well, are I mean,
7: Christian. Well, uh, I mean, you know, obviously, you know. Uh, Christian told, you know, certain moral teachings that um, uh, may not necessarily, you know, uh, you know. Obviously, the Bible teaches against homosexuality, you know. But um, uh, for for people that live that lifestyle, I believe they should be free to live that lifestyle just as well as anybody that, you know, a Mormon or a Muslim or Hindu to, to to worship God in the way they see fit. I don't, I don't, you know, feel that it's my uh, my business, to, you know. The, to push what I believe I should, I, I just feel that I should be free to worship God in, in, in the way I want to, you know. And Indeed, else,
1: Shane. Uh, well said, well said. Because you've got a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and it's not that, uh, and and your relationship with Christ doesn't necessarily um, have to do with anybody else. It's your
0: business. And uh, Shane, well, I'd just I- like to say thank you for your service, by the way.
7: Well, oh I man, I, I appreciate I appreciate what you guys do. Uh, uh, like I said, I, I discovered your show up, up in Holland, Michigan, one day, and uh, was extremely excited to find out that uh, I could listen to you seven days a week on XM. So, <laughs> Fantastic!
0: Uh, uh, listen to you. I love night. how that works, man. I mean, I thought you know you, you you were in Holland, Michigan. What you, were you driving through as uh, part of your job?
7: Yeah, I, I go up there every weekend. Uh, I, I, I'm out of Jack's Creek, Tennessee, but uh, I'm mostly running, you know around in areas of Tennessee and make it home every day but every weekend uh, I run a road up there to the in Michigan and uh discovered the other time I heard you it was uh, for you know maybe like 20 minutes and I had seen a few uh, YouTube videos about the Free State Project but wasn't exactly sure what a free state was until you know I started listening to the show and, and putting two and two together and and, and, and uh, I, re- I really like what I hear and, and the ideas of liberty so uh
0: well, welcome aboard, Shane. Glad you found us uh, on uh, WHTC up in Holland, and it led you to hearing us more on XM. And uh, thanks for the call tonight. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate. Maybe we'll appreciate see you up board. here in New Hampshire one of these days. Drive safe out there, and thanks again for uh, for doing what you do. Because, that's right. Uh, thanks,
3: thanks to thanks to Shane and all the truckers out there. Yep. Because you know, I mean, this is what I was telling my son. We were gassing up, and he was talking to me about the big truck. Loves trucks. Right. Oh yeah. He um, doesn't come on. And, you know, and
0: <laughs> Johnny Ray's doing their, rrr, rrr. there. Was a, there was a truck next
3: there and i was telling him how everything we get we get because truckers move it from one place to another and you know of course he's just excited he's, he could be as far as i'm concerned those are america's heroes you guys are so transparent
0: what do you mean just to mean? kissing
3: up to the
1: truckers You're kissing up to the I truckers because
3: they're such big rake because they I, listen to the radio I don't
4: mind.
1: all
3: day long
0: <laughs> well I, I really believe it you know like these guys really are Uh, Doing great work and
3: heroes of heroes of uh, capitalism. As far as I'm concerned, they keep
0: America running.
1: No doubt about it. They are. I'm. I'm uh, totally on board with that concept. Yes.
6: (laughs)
0: 11
3: long-haired friends of Jesus in a chartreuse <laughs> microbus.
0: I don't think I've ever had a chance to play the truck horn on uh, on Free Talk Live. At least I don't remember last time I did it. So, so I, go
3: I saw sports. an interesting flow chart that had to do with uh, Christianity and homosexuality on, uh, it was on, oh, Face- yeah? on Facebook. And it says, so you still think homosexuality is sinful, and therefore gays shouldn't marry. And it has the yes-no. Okay. So um, if you say no... Uh, congratulations on being part of civilized society. The answer to yes, you say, why? Um, The flowchart says. And uh, it says, you know, first answer, because Jesus said so. Not true. Jesus never uttered a word about same-sex relationships. Hmm. So back to why. Well, because the Old Testament said so. The Old Testament also says it's sinful to eat shellfish and to wear clothes woven from different (laughs) fabrics and to eat pork. Should we still live by Old Testament laws? Um, Yes, Well, have fun living your sexist, sovinistic, judgmental, xenophobic uh, lifestyle choice. The rest of the culture will advance uh, forward without you. But if the answer is no, then we go back to why. So, because the New Testament says so. Well, the original language of the New Testament actually refers to male prostitution, molestation, Hmm. or promiscuity, not committed same-sex relationships. Paul may have spoken against homosexuality, but he also said that women should be silent and never assume authority over a man. Shall modern-day churches have all of Paul's values? Yes or no. You can pick uh, the the, two choices Excellent. Uh, Another reason why? Because God made Adam and Eve and not Adam and Steve. (laughs) That was when the earth was populated. There are now 6.79 billion, I believe we've gone over seven now, uh, people. Breeding clearly isn't an issue anymore. Uh, So why? Because the Bible clearly defines marriage as one man and one woman wrong the bible also defines marriage as one man and many a bunch women. of women yeah. one, one man many wives and many concubines a rapist and his victims and <laughs> conquering soldier and a female prisoner of war uh, because it's disgusts me dang it props for being honest however a whole population of people shouldn't have their families discriminated against just because you think gay sex is icky now grow up no doubt that's it was an stuff. interesting flowchart. I don't know about the uh, the biblical—you I you know, I'm not going to go through my Bible and study homosexuality because it doesn't concern me. Right. Um, <laughs> Leave and, them know, alone. But I think it's interesting for people that are very concerned about homosexuality in the Bible is, you know, what you're reading is a translation of a translation. And you're not reading the Bible. You're reading— English. The Bible wasn't written in English. English didn't exist when the Bible was written. So what y- if yeah. you want to know what the Bible says, you're going to you're gonna need to study ancient Hebrew and Aramaic and these things and, and, and figure it out.
1: Yeah, Jesus' name, as you pointed out many times, Mark,
3: was not Jesus. Right. I mean, I've got a real problem with the Bible because they misspelled the protagonist's name. They got
0: that one wrong. And that's a pretty big point, right? 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll-free line. Enough time for you and your thoughts if you get the call in now. one 855 450 three seven three three you take control of the airwaves here your thoughts on homosexuality if you'd like or anything that's on your mind this is free talk live
3: the three most important things you can do for free talk live are one share one episode a week on facebook or in some other social networking site two buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com three give three bucks a month to the amp program It's my firm belief that Free Talk Live's AMP program is the best use of your charitable dollar among liberty-oriented organizations. Support all the organizations you love, but make sure you give three bucks a month to AMP at amp.freetalklive.com.
0: Talk Live, moments remain, but enough time for you and your thoughts. If you make the call now to 1-855-450-FREE, that's 855-450-3733, and joining you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. Johnny Ray. And Mark. We invite you over to our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. You can get interactive there, and you can create the content as well. So once again, visit freetalklive.com, and if you like the show and want to help support us, you can go to promote.freetalklive.com. Get a free bumper sticker there. The instructions are simple. Basically, send a self-addressed stamped envelope, and we send a bumper sticker back to you. Um, And also, uh, there's other stuff you can do, like download web graphics, high-res graphics, stuff that you can use, flyers you can print out uh, to promote Free Talk Live. And, of course, sharing Free Talk Live and your favorite episodes on your Facebook page or Twitter. These are great ways to bring other people to the ideas and to this program as well. So, promote.freetalklive.com can help you with a lot of that. Let's go to the phones and to your thoughts. Todd in Michigan, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Todd.
8: Hey, Ian, Mark, and Johnny Ray. What's up, guys? What's on your mind, Todd? Well, tonight um, I wanted to take you and mark a task over your discussion on Social Security last night. All Something right. that you guys brought up um, that, which I agree with you guys 100%, it is a problem. And the the problem isn't going to be fixed one way or the other. Whether we uh, don't increase the, um, the benefits or increase the benefits or cut the tax or what have you, it's the part where you guys are talking about the fact that it's a Ponzi scheme. It's not entirely true that it's really a Ponzi scheme. It's not a real Ponzi scheme. It's got
0: elements of a Ponzi scheme. So when they the don't guarantee a payout like uh you know the ponzi scheme yeah. would guarantee a What's the distinction
3: percentage? Todd cuz I've really tried to figure it out. I've heard people say it's not a ponzi scheme and I mean governor Rick Perry got practically thrown out of the election as a result of saying it's a ponzi scheme. I can't tell the difference. Tell me the difference.
8: Well, the difference is that in a real ponzi scheme like if if you want to go for um, you know, uh, Bernie Madoff, for instance. I mean, his his program was a Ponzi scheme. Yep. His program basically get on the board. You invest in my um my little project, my program, and you'll make lots and lots of money. But a lot of the people voluntarily got on board, even though they were defrauded. They could have walked away any time before the whole that whole system collapsed. But so they, Ponzi schemes
3: presence, are necessarily voluntary.
8: Um Well, they're, they're voluntary only to the extent that they've been hoodwinked into getting into that system. But if you're talking about um, if you're talking about for, for example, social Security, it's a system that yes, you're forced to pay into, and more and more people are paying into the system um, than they're getting in benefits. But the system, along with Medicare, which makes up part of FICA, is going to be paying out more uh, in benefits than, than, than the system collects in revenues.
3: Right. Um,
8: according to the Congressional Budget Office, both Medicare and Social Security now account for about 37% of the entire federal budget.
3: Right. Oh, yeah. By
8: 2020, it's going to be roughly around 40%. By 2030, it's going to account for over half of that budget.
0: Todd, I get what and you're not- saying, but I, am, I, am I misunderstanding that you're basically just saying the only thing that, uh, that is not Ponzi-esque about the Social Security program is that it's not voluntary?
8: Um, it's not voluntary. That's right. I don't um, think that's so maturity,
0: what defines yeah. a Ponzi scheme. But uh, I appreciate the call tonight. Thanks for making it. Uh, you know, you look at uh, Ponzi scheme on Wikipedia, and it doesn't talk about whether or not it's uh, it's voluntary. the The definition of a Ponzi scheme is this: you know, how it's structured. How is this? Ponzi schemes system?
3: tend to fall apart when people figure out that they're Ponzi schemes. That mm-hmm. uh, you know, that they're they're sort of fraudulent. Um, they don't
0: last as long, typically, if the you know, in the the free right. market, if you will. The, the
3: advantage to the Social Security. Ponzi- Scheme is that it is, uh, you know, as far as being its longevity is it's that coerced. it's involuntary. <laughs> yeah, it's it, yeah, it's somewhat coerced. I mean, you don't the individual doesn't have to to pay in, but the the business that has individuals working for them has to pay in.
0: Most people are forced
3: to pay into the social yep, security. people system. that have jobs essentially right. are forced to pay in.
0: And uh, the Ponzi scheme simply describes the setup, how it works, how it, you know, the initial investors get paid based on the, f- the future investors coming into the program. Right, the,
3: the first story of the, the first person who collected Social Security, she, like, lived forever. She paid mm-hmm. in, like, a, you know, a few quarters or something like that and then collected Social Security for, you know, a, a huge amount of time. And it's amazing, the uh, the story of the first Social Security recipient out there and – it sounded a lot like a person who benefited from a Ponzi scheme to me.
0: Perpetuation of the high returns requires an ever increasing flow of money from new investors to keep the scheme going. Now, yeah, that of course,
3: sounds
1: very much like Social Security, except for to me. the high
0: return part. I mean, there's not really much of a high return, but then again, they don't have to advertise uh, a return to get people in the door. That's that is the. You're in a po- Todd's right. That's the key difference between a typical Ponzi scheme and Social Security is that you don't get to choose, for the most part, whether you pl- participate in Social Security unless you're uh, fortunate enough to work for yourself and, and have opted out from the program. But they don't have to persuade you to join Social Security. You're in. Uh, If you're in the working world.
3: Well, let me talk about those big payouts for a second. Ida Mae Fuller was the first Social Security recipient. She paid a total of $24.75, retired in 1939, lived to be 100 years old in 1975. And did you hear that? She retired in 1939, lived to be um, 100 years old in 1975, Wow! and the process collected $22,888.92 in benefits. Ida May is an extreme example.
1: That's $1975. Right.
3: uh, But it is true that for the current and past retiree benefit increases, a growing economy and longer life expectancy made Social Security a real deal. Today's workers and children to whom uh, Social Security is a raw deal and even the system doesn't go bankrupt, current workers will receive a very if – if the system doesn't go bankrupt, it will receive a very poor return on their investment. So it even has that aspect of it. it. It was a great deal to the people who got in early and would retire early.
0: Let's go to the phones. Rosanna is on the line listening in Huntsville to WBHP. Hey, Rosanna. Hi. How are you? Hey. What's on your mind tonight?
2: Um, I have a question about one of the commercials that I heard. Um, The first commercial I heard was about an author who suffered a stroke or something, and at one point in time he was on your show, and the topic was about education and why
0: the government— That's John Taylor Gatto. He is the uh, former Teacher of the Year from New York City and New York State who has come out uh, against— the school system the government school system and he is and uh, he do, he's doing amazing work he's he's pretty old now and he's had a, a terrible stroke and uh and needs help and there are a way for people to uh, to help him but what was your question about
3: him
2: um what were the titles of those works
3: okay as all i know um is is that the 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 video series the is called I don't know the the books, but the the video series is called The Ultimate History Lesson with John Taylor Gatto. You can go to freetalklive.com, and it's on the right-hand side of the banners. It's a a gentleman with uh, white hair, and um, you can go there. He, by the way, wrote the book Underground History of
0: American Education.
2: Yes. Okay. Underground History that's what i heard here's what i'd recommend
0: okay. uh underground history of american education is actually available free online to anyone who wants to read it oh nice uh, you can go to john dot that's john taylor like you normally spell him g-a-t-t-o gotto john taylor and on the left hand side you can click underground history of american education and then over at the top there's the table of contents and you can click read the book uh to read the entire thing for free online so it's all there for you it's-
2: Oh, thank you so much. And he said
0: that's JohnTaylorGaddle.com? Correct. So enjoy okay. that. He's really done his research, and uh, he's very educated and absolutely knows uh, a lot about how the U.S. government's uh, system is designed. And, Rosanna, thank you for the call. Glad you called to clarify that because it's really important information. Uh, and, again, this video series is also available with him basically lecturing for five hours on, you know, what you need to know about the
3: history of American education. And uh, oh, and all kinds of other things. I mean, it's just uh, I, you know, I mean, it's the uh, you know, it's five hours spent with a guy who has done a great deal of studying on a lot of topics. I don't know that you know, some of it, uh, some of it's pretty controversial stuff. I don't know that I necessarily agree with him on every subject, but I think that you know, being the awarded the teacher of the year of New York State, uh, and you know, gives him a lot of credibility in the area of education.
0: You're to get John in here uh, calling from Virginia. You're on Free Hello. Talk Live, John. John, you're on the air. Hello. You are on the air. Hello. Okay, going once. Hey, hello, guys. Hey, John. On the air. Okay, guys. I was uh wanting to call and talk about Corporal Brandon Rob. Yeah, yeah. you've got to do it quick, though. We're in the hello? remaining 30 seconds. Go. You can't I'll listen call on you the guys, radio.
7: Right back. I've, I've, I've lost that
0: reception. All right, sorry to hear that. Call us tomorrow. Be happy okay, to. I just uh, want to
2: say that I've served with uh, Corporal Brandon Rob. And the Marines, everybody Google him. And he's a patriotic American. He did absolutely nothing wrong.
0: I'll tell you what, John, if you want, we'll put you on hold here. Uh, you're welcome to call back in the beginning of the show tomorrow. Maybe tell us a little bit more about your service with Brandon and uh you know how you know him and what you think about him because we did talk in detail about his case tonight so it would be interesting to get your perspective absolutely uh, we look forward to hearing back from you maybe tomorrow if you get the chance uh johnny ray thanks for coming in tonight yeah th- good to be here we'll be back tomorrow you can join us online in the meantime Freetalklive.com.
3: if you've listened to free talk live for Any length of time, you're familiar with Bradley Jardis. Brad is the former police
0: officer that now embraces the ideas of liberty, and now he's running for sheriff of Coas County in New Hampshire. Sheriff is a very important position from which a liberty-oriented individual can protect many rights of the populace. Any U.S. citizen can donate to his campaign up to $1,000.
3: He's hoping to raise as much money as possible for his campaign, and his chances are quite good. He's running in Coas County, and Ron Paul actually carried Coas.
0: I hope you'll trust me when I say that we know a few other good reasons that we believe Brad can win.
3: Come on, join Ian and me in donating to Brad's campaign and getting a liberty-loving individual in this very important seat.
0: If Brad gets this seat, it'll be the biggest win for the liberty movement in New Hampshire and maybe anywhere. Give what you can at bradforsheriff.com dot bradforsheriff.com.
3: This was paid for by Friends of Bradley Jardis, Bradley Jardis Fiscal Agent.